2: Tony Darn, and not to it, but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
3: In a world where Carolina Panthers fans
4: have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast
5: yours ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers
6: Podcast. Wow! Wow! Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Panther fans? It's the C3 Panthers Podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com. My name's Tony Dunn, and tonight's show is one spark ignites Panthers' ambitions as the Carolina Panthers go from a season that was on the road for a tank-a-thon to where we were going to go for the next, I guess, months. Four months, five months, six months talking about who the Carolina Panthers would draft at quarterback at the number one draft pick has now turned into a turn. The tides have turned. The story has flipped. The script has flipped. And now we're sitting here going, the division is ours. The division is ours. Man, next week we have the Atlanta Falcons division rival. We could take them and move into first place if the Bucks lose as well. I'm telling you, just one little spark has ignited this show, Cody Lashney. Welcome back to the C3 Panthers podcast.
2: Tony Dunn, there's no way I'd rather be on a Tuesday night than here hanging with my boys, bro. Look, all it takes is one W, Against uh, Tom Brady of all people and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, taking us moving in the right direction. We're feeling good, we have a big show tonight. Uh, you know, how much do we believe in PJ Walker? Uh, would the Panthers be interested in trading for Bradley Chubb? Do we actually have a chance to win the NFC South, which is so bad right now? We actually do have a chance, and Tony. We have a really cool announcement tonight regarding the C3 Panthers podcast that's big for us and big for where the fans might be able to find us. But first and foremost, you already know we're going to do it with the best damn Panther fans and all of YouTube. You already know them and love them. It's our man David Screws, Hector Macho Camacho, Joey the Blind Panther Esquivel, Joshua Hall, Kim Sanity, Muscles Marinara, Panther Gal 73 Panther Pickle, Rich Bowling, Skunkate Mysteries, The Real AP, Tim Estes, V the G, Wide Big Jordan, and Underground West. Tony Dunn, boys, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Let's roll.
6: CK, we had uh, Jonathan Stewart on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he kept referencing the 8, 9, and 1 season for the Carolina Panthers. He continued to say that the Carolina Panthers and the fans should not view themselves out, that the players would not view themselves out. And he referenced that that was one of the benefits of having Steve Wilkes leading this team He's a guy that's been there and knows how to fight out of a situation like that and turn it into good. Boy, those words, uh, they didn't sound, uh, you know, prophetic. And maybe when we went to L.A., But looking back now, they do seem a little prophetic, or at least we want to believe that, don't we, CK? Uh,
7: Certainly we do, I think, at the end of the day. um, To have even a glimmer of optimism is something that we have been sorely without since that three-game winning streak that Sam Darnold took us on at the beginning of last season. Um, But there's also that inner part of every single Panther fan in this chat right now that is thinking, don't do this to me again, Panthers. (laughs) <laughs> don't do this to me again. Don't get my hopes up only to crash that uh, crash and burn and cause them to be crushed into a million little pieces. And it, 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 we've been burnt too many times to be too
6: excited about this, but damn, it feels good to have some glimmer of hope. Greg. Hey, yeah. um, a win's a win? Uh, you know what? I don't know if you are, uh, is Greg the Debbie downer of the podcast or is he just man of realism is he? You know, he's like, hey, he never got, too, he never gets too too high.
2: Man of wisdom. He's like, uh, wait a second, I, you don't think-
6: know me, bro. Look at my <laughs> eyeballs. No, uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is this: is how high are you right now, figuratively? Uh, I mean, I think a little bit of both can be true with
8: what you said there, being the Debbie Downer and and kind of the the voice of reason, because uh, I always like to err on the side of caution with things, and um, and and. I'm one of those if you don't get your hopes up about things, then you're really not disappointed very often, which is never a good way to look at life. But as far as the Panthers right now, after Sunday, you know, I I think it is time to kind of enjoy this high we're on with with them winning this game. And for some reason, like CK is right. Like I have this 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 love again. I think all I needed was a win. It fixed everything. And it shows you that winning can fix everything. Um, But. I don't know why I, I keep wanting to think that they're in it the rest of the season. And not even three days ago, I thought we were out of it for good. So it's just so. Weird. Well, we probably
6: yeah. shouldn't really think that we're in it, you know, <laughs> like right. you know. Why, why you yes, right? But for some for some
8: reason, in in just in my heart, it's just like, oh man. Oh man, like, come I said, on. We, we, we have
6: well, a guys. Team. Come on, let's just. We're, all we're doing era. is celebrating, Cody. We're not
2: yeah they like, be down or not, Greg? Man, I know. I'm believing. I mean, I'm believing. Look, we're gonna talk about this division later. When you look at the numbers, dude, it is totally not that hard to imagine a scenario where Carolina can come out on top. And we're undefeated in the division right now, so I'm keeping the hope alive, baby. Let's go.
7: Might we I add? Good. I was gonna say, might I add, Tom Brady and that offense has looked almost as bad as ours had for the first six games of the season. So when you put that two and two together, it doesn't make you feel so bad about our offense. And when you see the improvements, man, we're going to talk about these ratings these guys on our team have gotten. But, dude, we have uh, Icky, who is rated like number four in the entire NFL as far as left tackles for a year to date. Like number four which is exactly what we've been begging for. Not only that, Bradley Bozeman came in here and he blew up PFF on their ratings as well. Like these guys are coming to play and they have done a fantastic job. If you would have told me PJ Walker was going to come in here and blow this like blow this out of the water and not make a mistake, I would have said you're full of shit. But the thing that I think that is worth noting if PJ Walker has a line that's protecting him, that's giving him the ability to navigate, to be able to get outside, to go the bootleg, to to escape the pocket, even when it does start to break down and make those incredible plays, those throws that PJ threw on Sunday, if you didn't go back and watch them, bro, you could not have asked for a more precise location on every one of his throws that he made. It was unreal. Like the dude, I, I have no idea where it came from. And why I'm so excited about it, because I know he's PJ, but damn, this dude just came out here and almost won me over for like, maybe we got him. You know what I mean? We'll
2: get you to believe before the podcast is, is over, Tony. This is, hey, well, no, nah, you-
6: I mean, it's not about a dis, but it's like, hey, it's like, can we just say what it is rather than like, like, can, I'm enjoying it for a win. I'm en- I'm enjoying it because uh, I've got a reprieve from um, from hardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like at the end of the day, it's like I don't necessarily believe that the team is uh, positioned extremely better. Actually, no. I mean, like, is that like they still the same team, and like that's probably the best they're going to play in so many ways. The
2: disagree all the way around. All, all right. right.
6: The, the last thing is that I'll say about this before we get into the actual show is that this is what's great about football and sports. Particularly, I don't know. Is like we'd have to really do a podcast on other sports for me to make a objective comparison to this feeling that we have. But every season... Like even with Matt Rule as the coach, we still found a way to generate this excitement that there's going to be that there could be success from week to week. It's like you go and you have this feeling that all of a sudden now it's an awesome feeling to believe like like that there could be it can be. And that's a cool feeling. CK, you got something to say about that?
7: I do because I know Greg wants to say something here real quick. First, it's different because we're in the middle of the season now. Um, We've never had hope this late in the season, by the way. Um, (laughs) Second, didn't you just call Greg the Debbie
6: Downer of this group?
2: That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) No, I know. Is that like
6: uh, he is that and now I am. I'm the old curmudgeon here. I am the oldest. Get off my lawn. Uh, what, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad. It's just you, this is like, first, I think I got a lot of opinions about the time. I think uh, the people saying Tom Brady's washed. I think that's lazy. I don't is. think. Uh, it's I don't true,
8: th- though. It's 100% true.
6: What, that he is? Yes. 100- I think well, he's maybe also not got washed, a lot.
8: Of- he, 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 he's just not. He doesn't need to be playing football right now. Tony, dude, I think you know you're guys. fifth he, he's in this
6: league and pass piece. it, man.
8: Tony,
2: dude, let dude, me just dude, tell you. Eight uh, touchdowns tonight, in
8: seven games.
2: Tonight it's probably going to be three on one. So I'm just doing yeah. it. You might have to do it tonight, man. All right. but, uh, eight touchdowns yeah. in
8: seven games. Hey, one silver lining, Tony. If you want something to look forward to, like I said, I think I brought this up Sunday, but it wasn't final until the six games got over. We only play two teams with a winning record the rest of the season right now.
6: Yeah, man. Oh, Every, well, yeah, there are play, some it, cool it, things that are going yeah. on. Like there's so some, it, it was back in. you are you guys are right. It's not out of the, the realm of possibility. The seven, eight, one season gives us kind of a a buoy to uh, guide the ship towards in a certain way to nav- a, a North Star to navigate to. So I want to know your thoughts on the on the matter, folks. The number's 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. Uh, is this one win, a one-off win? Is this... Um, and I'm getting an echo now. I don't know why. Um, or I hear myself in the background somewhere. Um, is this a one-off win? Is this uh, something to be hopeful about? Am I a Debbie Downer? Are you a believer... Is PJ Walker the truth? And did Bradley Bozeman make this line super legit? Awesome starter conversations to have as we go forward. But I want you guys to lead the conversation in the cat calls and in the chat room. The number's 252 228 5098. Before we get into the actual content of the show, I want to remind that the C3 Panthers podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the leader in men's grooming products, particularly if you're going to keep it clean below the waist. And you got to be ready when opportunity presents itself, just like the Carolina Panthers were ready this past Sunday. And when they came out onto that field, they were feeling fresh. They were feeling clean. They were feeling so fresh and so clean. And they probably would be happy to use a Manscaped product. If you go to manscaped.com and you use the promo code PANTHERS, you can go and get 20% off your order plus free shipping and support the C3 Panthers podcast. What you can get is all of this cool gear. Like my favorite is the men's toiletry bag that comes with, um, with the premium package. You can get the lawnmower 4.0 to make sure that you don't nick your balls when you are taking care of your junk and really i think the supra- the best stuff is this crop preserver right is this is like deodorant for your balls and when it gets you don't want to get the swamp ass swamp ass is the worst right so uh, take care of yourself man treat yourself the season is coming oh the season for the reason for the season now is to be there, to be present, to be active, to be ready for the moment. And you can do that if you use manscaped.com ck, a manscaped believer.
7: Manscaped believer in. I'm gonna tell you this. There was a man on the field on this past Sunday who is just now learning how to manscape again. And because he wasn't prepared with manscaped, he shit the bed. Tom Brady. Is out there on the on the on the market again. Oh yeah, and he's you know listen. The dude probably nicked some balls while he was using some off brand shit. Not using manscaped, lost a deflated lot of deflated
6: balls. He probably deflated his deflated
7: balls. balls. You're 100 percent right. So definitely use that manscaped code, Panthers, and uh, you know hey, listen, enjoy yourself, man. I, I tell you that if there's nothing else, the crop preserver is by itself worth every
6: dime amen to that my favorite product actually it is the best product to use right there uh we're gonna come be coming up with our prize picks later uh so this is not the read for the prize picks but winners all around baby whoop, whoop, whoop. oh wait except for cody shut up uh, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm smashing in fact like i may have been i got crazy i'm i'm you know you get the bug of success in you uh and now I got some picks in. Oh look, Taco Tuesday! You could get Steph Curry right now for a three free. We get three points off, right? So, but I got some entries going now, and I don't even know anything. Oh look, dang it! Did I hit up? Oh, already lost this one. I gotta stop messing <laughs> with basketball. I gotta stop messing with basketball. Hey, All right, but we did
2: uh, just start doing some more college football. Because they got yeah. a lot of college football, and let me tell you, that's hitting yeah. right now. So definitely, we're going to talk about prospects earlier. Real quick, before I forget, our brother, Nick Montero, says he went 16-4 uh, uh, and four in the XFL. All he needs is practice. Talking, Talking about, about PJ Walker's Walker. Wonder. Hell yeah, <sighs> man. We have a great show tonight. Tony Dunn, let's do this shit, man. Let's, let's get into
6: it. it. Uh, Without let's...
2: further ado. One spark ignites the Panthers' ambition, but I said in the intro that we have a cool little bit of news for listeners of the C3 Panthers podcast, where you can find our audio podcast, and where we might surprisingly pop up around the web. Tony, what do we got to tell them, bro? Uh,
6: recently, we switched our our partner groups that we actually just just happened this past week. Um, we were formerly affiliated with what was Overtime Media that became AC Sports. But now uh, we've joined a, a different uh, conglomerate of a different network. And this network is the parent company that owns Fan um, which is uh, the company that runs a lot of these fans. Well, these blo- these blogs or these websites like Cat Grave. And there's one on every sports team for every sport you could think of. And they've been around forever I've written articles for cat crave 10 12 years ago um, and, and about cam Newton oh I think I had I had a great one about Cam Newton and uh, who was this dude uh, he's always he used to always hate on cam and I like wrote him a letter he even like laughed and tweeted about this letter I wrote him on cat crave uh, but cat crave is a, a is really um, a a website that's been around for a long time that has been saved by Dean Jones though. Dean, you know, it was kind of languishing there for a while and he's really turned this into a powerhouse um, fan website or just media website. And now uh, since we have joined Fanside, we are the premier Panthers podcast that's featured on cat crave. So if you go there and you look at, if you're browsing uh, whatever story on the five reasons, the Panthers should have hope or the, three reasons that uh, we shouldn't be too excited or how the Carolina Panthers turned down two draft picks, two number one draft picks for Brian Burns, which is crazy to me. Uh, you're going to be looking at those articles, and you're going to see our podcast embedded up there innately all the time. And uh, to me, it's just nice to see the Panthers podcast out there in places that we didn't have to go and do it ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Absolutely. we're featured.
2: Yeah, and then uh, Dean Jones is a friend of the podcast. Like you said, they have tremendous work over there. And, uh, you know, look, this is a a podcast for the fans, by the fans. Our viewership has been so incredible lately that they've essentially allowed us to be able to do things like this. So it's because of you guys why C3 Panther Nation is seriously coming up in the world. We love you. We appreciate you if you want to continue to support Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell. For every single time, the C3 Panthers podcast goes live. Help us whoop up on the YouTube algorithm, just like Brian Burns did to Tom Brady. Let's,
6: Let's just t- – yeah. Uh, witness the Walker wonder. Witness the Walker wonder. Witness Gosh, the Walker man. wonder. You say it three times, and my man appears on the screen. P.J. Walker uh, comes uh, – at look, is we're familiar with P.J uh is that this team is known about P.J. Walker for several years. Uh, what was known as, I guess, or thought to be a Matt Rule guy in some ways. Uh P.J. Walker has found a way. You got to give this dude a lot of credit, man, for finding a mm-hmm. way to make a living in the NFL and in the XFL. He wants to play football, man. This is what he likes to do. And when he is not, he's not given a lot of opportunities, but when he's given the opportunities, uh, a lot of times he's made a lot of some of these moments. You think he's three and one as a starter uh, in the NFL. And this week he came out and led the Panthers to a victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and had some of the most impressive throws you could see. And you really see why he kind of is a guy that is going to, that hangs around in the NFL because he can physically do things that a lot of guys can't, um, and he's throwing that pass in the back of the end zone to D- to DJ Moore, the one on the sidelines that they actually overturned. He, I mean, these are bullets that are just physically difficult to throw. Like the he can make all the throws, and he said this after uh, the game. He said, "I can make all the throws, but I had to learn. I don't need to make all of them." Mm -hmm. And so PJ Walker's going out there and he made good decisions. I think this is, I think that the the offensive line played well for him. Uh, The running game opened things up and this balanced attack gave him an opportunity uh, to play the game naturally. And he, he capitalized this and uh, what through three touchdowns. Was it three?
2: Yeah, three. One touchdowns. to DJ,
6: one to Trimble. What was one the rushing touchdown? One Hubbard. was a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Okay. One was, yeah, Hubbard. One was two a touchdowns. touchdowns.
2: But he, but but dude, he made some incredible yeah. throws, and I can uh, pop some up here in a minute. But just to kind of show you how good we're talking about, right? Exactly how good of a performance PJ had. He was the highest graded quarterback in the NFL, better than Joe Burrow. And better than Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And listen, part of the reason why I'm so optimistic, Tony, is because, you know, you said that this isn't a different football team. But I disagree, man. And the reason why is because Steve Wilkes, as a head coach, has gotten the Carolina Panthers believing in what they are capable of. This is now a group of, of, of men who actually believe in themselves. More importantly, when you have a quarterback that's actually willing to push the ball downfield and get the ball to its playmakers, like DJ Moore, and now you see the emergence of guys like uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. and Tommy Trimble. This is something that we never thought that we would be saying, Mm -hmm. but P.J. Walker has literally provided us the spark at quarterback that we need. On top of that, our running game went berserk. Between Dante Foreman and Chuba Hubbard, we had 173 rushing yards. There is no reason why the Carolina Panthers can't pound the football behind our newly improved offensive line and continue to uh, take shots downfield off play action, move P.J. outside of the pocket, take some shots from midfield, which is where I feel uh, P.J. Walker is the best. And, dude, I'm telling you, man, all of a sudden, Little old PJ Walker wonder has gotten people believing, man. I know some people still want to tank, but, dude, I'm done with the losing. I'm so done with the losing. If I go the rest of my life without seeing another Panther loss, it'll be too damn soon. We need good things to happen, not only for our team and for the fans, but for this podcast, so that way the postgame show doesn't have to be so damn depressing, man. Come on.
8: Fair points.
6: Yeah. And, and uh go ahead, CK.
7: I was gonna say with what's talking about PJ and the ratings. So I I, I want to point out a couple of things. Number one, PJ graded higher this week. I don't know if he's the highest in, in at the position uh in the entire season at that rating. I'm assuming Josh Allen probably has one of those. Um, but when you think about Icky, his grade in week five against San Fran he had the highest graded uh, uh, for his position he was high, graded higher than any other position in that week for the entire season of any other lineman all right now pair that with Bradley Bozeman coming in here this week he's got the highest rated uh grade of anybody at his position for the entire season for his week 7 you know uh, uh, uh performance so on our offensive line we've got two guys who have the highest grade a single game grade of anybody at their positions at least one time all for the entire season, not just like that week, the entire season, these guys are balling out. And I know it's PFF and you've gotta take it with a grain of salt, but dude, I am telling you, it feels like this offensive line is different and it's hard to not look at that and think that PJ Walker has a shot to come in here and show the world why he was the XFL MVP, why he was able to come in here with an actual pocket and and be able to pass the ball so effectively, it's not a surprise. And that is where I think a lot of people are even still talking about maybe we should let Sam Darnold have a shot if this doesn't work out with PJ, because he's never had an offensive line either. But I'll tell you what, PJ keeps playing like this. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield are never going to see the field as a
6: starter in this league again. Don't get us demonetized.
2: No, uh no, 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 I'll, I'll only say it for you. If, yeah. if you well, that with 15 seconds. It's it, like
6: it, uh this TikTok video I was like watching today and all my TikTok just shows that I'm a hoe like my like my brain is a, <laughs> like is that like but it was just like this it was like somebody and it was like a flash of them in like lingerie. Same with my it Instagram, was
2: Instagram dude my Instagram is nothing And I don't
6: even you know? I just said well first we're not going to get off topic stay on topic <laughs> um <laughs> I like this comment in the chat where I think it was why Big Jordan said I always knew that uh PJ Walker was better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, yeah. think, I think it would be funny if
7: he just came out and said I always knew PJ Walker was better than Matt Corral. <laughs> why he did would this never?
6: Why um is is this a a a team that uh, you know reached down, dug down into the depths of their souls, found mm-hmm. some fight and some grit? And had a good game, Yeah. or is this a team that was weighed down by the blanket of Matt Rule? And- I think all can be true. Mm-hmm. Oh,
8: they both are yeah. true. To be honest with you, um, look, it's, it's like I said. I, I want to temper the expectations with this because I've seen this movie before. But I mean, I could swear that two or three weeks ago, all of us were talking about how much trash PJ Walker was. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah without question i was
7: no I P- well look to-
6: pj as I, I don't feel like i've ever uh dumped on pj it's just like let's not look is that pj is is, is perfect for this type of role actually where right. you want him to win three or four games it's not like i, I need gonna, to
8: see three or four games i can believe it and i'm not oh saying he not can capable, win three or, four, or games four games, games in like, the nfl i believe he's capable of like doing this oh he can
6: do this for more than one game i promise you that the thing is, is this is that the whole, the whole thing with PJ Walker, really, on this podcast has just been that you're not going to go, you're not going to give him the reins next year. I mean, just legitimately not going to see him as a, a so He's a, he's like a temporary worker. Well, the there you is a path
8: to him that.
2: having
6: that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think before you say that, I think it's easy to say, based on what we've seen before, and just say that, oh, he can't do it. But. I'm willing to give P.J. Walker the rest of this season. when you're playing yeah, okay, team, There's no problem when, with that. When you're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, granted, they're not the thing that they once were when they went to the Super Bowl, but they still have a ton of really good football players. And then P.J. Walker comes out and puts out that kind of performance that is being mentioned with the likes of Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Like, okay, man, you have my attention. And by the way, we also can't pretend like We've never known that P.J. Walker has that kind of talent because two years ago he started against Detroit at home and put, did a very similar thing, man. He was throwing dots all around the field. He has a live arm. I'm a firm believer that P.J. throws his worst interceptions in the red zone, but I don't think we need to throw them in the red zone. I, I, I said you take some shots from the middle of the football field, And if you're able to get down to the red zone, that's when that big, bad offensive line and our run game comes in and we punch it in the rest of the way, man. I think that's beneficial to our receivers and certainly D.J. Moore. But it's also beneficial to the kind of quarterback that P.J. Walker is. He has a live arm and he wants to push the football downfield and that's when he's playing his best.
8: So if P.J. comes in next game and he puts up a Baker Mayfield performance and Sam Darnold's healthy, not what do you want the team to do, what do you think the team will do?
2: So Steve Wilkes gave a press conference, and he said right now, even if Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are healthy, P.J. hasn't done anything to lose the starting job. But so but if I- he puts
8: up bad numbers next game, what I'm saying, like if he looks like he did lat- the game prior to this one, next well,
2: game. But then you know we're gonna play ring around the bum once again you know okay. it's like we're, we're, you know it's a it's a vicious cycle but yeah. again like but we've been so down in the dumps the past few years dude fuck it man i'm being optimistic i feel like i have no reason to not be optimistic i think like we have always had this inclination that the panthers had a very good defense we're starting to see more from Derek brown we're starting to see more from Brian Burns, who I think has gotten even better as the season has gone on, even though he's our primary pass rusher and everyone double teams him. I feel like this defense is poised to make us a competitor in the NFC South. It reminds me a lot of the 2014 NFC South, where it just seemed like no one wanted to win the division until late in the season, and I can see a similar run.
6: um okay i was about to say well i'm trying to do something here in the background that was i need like two more minutes now let's uh talk about this uh the two other guys Mm -hmm. is bradley bozeman and uh you know you guys might not think of it this way because cody always can get the internet a he knows how to push the internet button of people but i don't my I typically don't have that, that innate ability. But I put up one tweet today and it's got probably more likes than I've ever I, any tweet I ever had. Yeah. Uh in the whole time. And I didn't even think it was that good of a tweet, and but I do believe it in some ways. Or I know is uh Terrace Marshall Jr. may be the uh one of the biggest indictments that Matt rule was a fraud. And Cody had a good response to this. He said you misspelled Bradley Bozeman. So <laughs> the the thing about this is Bradley Bozeman comes out, and we haven't like I need to go back, I guess, and watch him specifically, but graded high. Everything tells us he had a very good day, right? The eye yeah. test, the run game, productivity, mm-hmm. the continued what uh what uh Steve Wilkes said winning in the trenches. Right. So that I haven't seen any evidence that he didn't have a good day. On top of that, is uh PJ Walker had a fantastic day and it was his first time starting at center, right? Um, so like is like there's no so this is incredible here. The thing that's bizarre to me about this is we all knew it. We all saw it. It's this is like I mean, I want to be more excited about this, but we all are like why didn't this happen earlier and this continues to just yep. what go back to the point of my tweet with Terrence Marshall Jr. to be an indictment of the Matt Rule era. It's like how can this how can this guy be it's like free Malik what is it? Who is the guy that was was in prison? And they all I mean, he might still be for all I know. Remember they used to do the hashtag free. Uh, Meek Mills. Oh, free Meek. Meek. Meek yeah, Mill. <laughs> yeah. I say, movie. Uh This is like well, there are players on this team that we should be hashtag free. Bo uh, Bradley Bozeman. Hashtag free. Terrace Marshall Jr. Hashtag free. Chuba Hubbard to the rest of the world. How about um,
2: this? How about this hashtag leader of men? Because Steve Wilkes is a leader of men, and to me, it's not a coincidence that you see all these positive changes start to happen as soon as Steve Wilkes becomes our head coach. And by the way, shout out to Doctor Rosen Rosen for the four ninety nine love bomb. He says at least Wilkes is the leader of men, unlike Matt Rule. Also. The like button needs the Hulk smash. You heard that, dude. And um, you know, like stand it. on stand on Bradley Bozeman. You know, uh, why would we sign this man in free agency when our offensive line was so god awful last year? And yet, you don't even give this man a chance. Like it was literally an injury. It was an injury that that uh, you know gave Bradley Bozeman this shot when Pat Elfland got hurt. And it's just absolutely asinine that you wouldn't play the guys that you signed for these express purposes. It, it just—it it makes no sense in the world to me. Bradley <clears throat> Bozeman is a much bigger, strong man than Pat Elfland. He's much more built to play center. And to me, it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden, after you trade Christian McCaffrey and after Bradley Bozeman comes in, now our run game just takes off like a bat mm-hmm. out of hell. Like, dude, to me, Bradley Bozeman, and I know last podcast, Tony, you asked, you know, what what is the true indictment on on Matt Rule? Yeah. You said you said Terrace Marshall Jr. To me it's that man right there, big Bradley Bozeman. I'm loving it.
7: Well, the, the, the argument for that is um, he did get hurt. He, he was announced as winning that, uh, that position in the preseason, um, but he got hurt. And he was hurt for a while, and then uh, that offensive line was actually doing a pretty good job together. And so I think that there was a, a not—I mean, I kind of understand the not putting him in there if there was a meshing happening of that offensive line. Um, because we all know what happens when you start to retool the offensive line in the middle of the season, things get fucking crazy sometimes. Um, But nonetheless, the fact that he came in there and blew it out of the water, it it is still an indictment on that guy. And so I think that that is a, uh, again, I can't be more thrilled with the way this offensive line has been playing. And I don't, I'm ready. I'm ready for somebody to take that step in that quarterback position, because I'm telling you what, man, it is, it is, we're primed to be a really explosive offense if we can put this shit together and, and other facets other than just that offensive line. That's the hardest thing to build. We need Tommy Trimble to continue to step up. We need Terrace Marshall not to drop those balls. We For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts. Need DJ Moore to continue to blow this off the roof, and we need those two running backs, Chuba and Deontay, to just continue to chug it out. Because I'm telling you right now, if PJ Walker is that guy, this is gonna be a hard offense to stop if they can get it together. But that's a big if.
2: So uh some chat says Cody just likes to prove his shit takes. Hey, does anyone want to go back to Pat Elflin? Anyone in the chat? Anyone here on the podcast? Well, let's As not I, worry about
6: this. Let's not, let's not worry about receipts and this and that. No, I'm it's not like,
2: saying. I'm saying, out of everyone here, uh, and I'm not even trying to shit on Pat It's like, not. This you, is you my question to you, you.
6: No, he didn't do a good He did a better job. He's he better at center than he put... Here is the the real question, though. Is that... Or if if we want to go back and really look at the... Way that the Bradley Bozeman story unfolded is that the Carolina Panthers in this offseason went and retooled their offensive line, right? They were found ways to upgrade it significantly. They drafted number one prospect at left tackle, they go and add uh, Austin Corbett at guard, and they signed Bradley Bozeman, who was uh, touted as a strong center in free agency. These were all distinctly made moves, right? And then when we get into training camp, though, the competition that was created by Matt Rule alienated Bradley Bozeman for a while. And while you said he was named, I think CK said he was the name, the starter, Matt Rule didn't say that until he was actually hurt, I feel like. It was like right in that week he said, well, if I had to start them today, this would be the starting lineup. That was what he said. And he had never even run Bozeman with the ones yet. Which is so stupid. Right. Is my simply is this is like, we're looking at this from the outside going, we knew this should be happening. And somehow it wasn't. Now, interestingly, to segue this to a different conversation related, I was listening to um, this was Raleigh radio today and the Adam Gold show. It's like around the noon hour. And Joe Person came on and Joe Person. Now what was strange is Joe Person is now speaking more confidently in things that we had speculated the entire time, kind of rumors. And now he is kind of speaking as those are kind of truths. And what I mean by that, an example of this is he said, Matt rule had control of the 53. Matt rule had control of the 53 and Scott fitter was brought in here to play nice and be a nice guy and help navigate these waters. But these decisions are largely about player personnel on that field and making this 53 man roster were guided and steered by Matt rule. And so it didn't sound like this. It sounded like this is this entire Bozeman um whatever Eflin the t- Terrace Marshall Jr the who was your guy the the guard from Alabama these are Matt God, Rule's finger Matt Rule's fingerprints are all over this
2: yes mm-hmm. all over them. all over him. and my, if you listen to my original criticism of Matt Rule is this man does not know how to evaluate talent meaning he doesn't know how to take the best guys and put them at the best position possible for them. And that's always been a problem for him, you know, and having so much control over the roster and the final 53. Yeah, man. And by the way, shout out to YB Jordan. He said Joe Cameron because Cody had to say it first. Hey, man, we don't normally drop too many sources, but the ones that we did, they're looking pretty damn good, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. It's like, to me, your offensive line, specifically your offensive interior, both of your guards and your center, those might be the three very most important positions in your entire offense because they provide the pocket in which your quarterback is going to throw the football from. And, yeah, you need to run the football, but you have to be able to pass it too. And if you don't have a pocket, you don't have a chance.
6: I was thinking about this subject, Cody, is the re- and you've, you've been – uh, saying this for probably two two years now on this show is that it's like this, the new NFL actually makes this center more important, right? Absolutely. The center of the line. And, tr- and one of the things though, that really gives this truth is if you can't win consistently in there, you can't, you can't game plan to fix right. it. You can't. So if you have, if you have a weakness on the edge, or something like you can chip, you can put a uh, a lot an extra. Uh, you can put the running back back there to block, and you can do some things. The running back can't step into the middle of the hole, the middle of the pocket, and then screw up the entire throw mechanics of the the quarterback. So there's really nothing you can do if you lose that center, right, uh, of the line in a passing NFL. The way that you could, the only, the real only way to negate that is like if you're losing, that is to run the football. And in this NFL, you're running the football less and you're running the football up the Mm gut off the what, Uh, what do they call it? A gap.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right right in the A gaps. And by the way, you're doing that
6: less and less in the NFL. So it becomes a more one on one situation between the guard center and the defensive tackles.
2: And if your interior is getting destroyed, then that means most of the time you're going to leave in a running back or a tight end to help block if pressure comes in the middle. So now that you're not having to do that, you're freeing up a guy to be able to to be used as a check down or make him leak outside and have him go upfield. Like Now your your offensive playbook opens up to literally everything that you want, all kinds of different run plays, pinning, pulls, which is incredibly important with your guards and centers, Um, and just the pass protection. I cannot remember the last time the Carolina Panthers had a consistent downfield passing attack. It's been too long, and part of the reason is because we didn't have the offensive line or the quarterback to be able to do so. And that's why this win against Tampa Bay was so invigorating. Because all of the components that we have been in such need of over the past few years, we saw them, man. We saw the downfield football. We saw the interior dishing out pancakes. Like, dude, right now we're rolling, man. I have no reason to not believe in this team going forward. I know it's a small sample size, but it's just what this Panther fan base needed right now, man. Without a doubt, without question. Before the we go number- any further... Oh, yeah, go ahead. The
6: number's 252 228 1598. That's 252 228 1598. We want to get your uh, thoughts on PJ Walker, on Matt Rule's fingerprints on Bradley Bozeman, Terrace Marshall Jr. Am I the only one that sees a guy that could contribute to a team and uh, someone who needs to just be given an opportunity because you drafted him for this to see if you got a player? I want to know your thoughts on this
2: matter. Go ahead, Cody. Yeah, and uh listen, before we before we go any further, you know, that, there's a lot of people that, that have been waiting for a long time. You know, we've already been doing this 45 minutes, and they're like, Yeah, we believe in the Panthers, yeah, yeah, PJ's good, yeah, yeah, Bradley Bozeman. What's the shame? We need to be shamed, damn it. And there's only one guy who truly does it the way that they like. So why don't you do it how they like people? Papa.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages.
7: I want to say welcome to winning football. Welcome to a Carolina Panthers team that somehow finds a way to give you hope in the most hopeless of times. You see Steve Wilkes come in here, take a, take a team from tanking to to competing in some way, shape or form in one game. We can chalk up the Rams game to a short week, to an unfortunate circumstance. But I tell you what, you guys have come here to hear us talk about it, to continue to chat about it, but you haven't hit the like button yet. Well, I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks. Subscriber shame.
2: 190 people. 79 thumbs up hit that like hit that subscribe hit that notification bell so we can whoop up on that YouTube algorithm and get seen by as many people as possible and to be notified every single time the Steve Panthers Pies and goes live. We're always putting out new content on the channel. We're always thinking of new ways to interact with the fans. This is a podcast for the fans by the fans. Tony Don what's up next
6: I want to know uh, CK brought brought this up in the chat is what has one win one week later done to the power ranking the NFL power rankings Uh, we saw after that Rams loss where the Panthers did not even score a touchdown is that uh, we were at the bottom at the bottom are we still at the bottom CK
7: um, so
6: the, it's quite
7: interesting. The power rankings, um, for the most part, we moved up a little bit for most of them. You know, I think we were pretty much, uh, at the bottom of the list for every one of these guys, except for maybe one person. Um, Sports Illustrated is the only one that still has us at 32, which is hysterical because they have the Bucks at eight still after their situation that's taken place. Sports Illustrated, Sports Illustrated is garbage based just on that solely they still got the falcons at 19th and the saints are at 28th so they do have that maybe in the right spot but somehow the buccaneers lose not only to the panthers in a handed fashion but uh, in a a, i guess convincing fashion fashion but they also lose to the the pittsburgh steelers the week before and the the Mm -hmm. buccaneers two games in have still found a way on Sports Illustrated to be number eight in the league on their power rankings. Absolutely hysterical, but for the most part, NFL uh, has us at uh, NFL.com, has us at 30. ESPN has us at 30. CBS Sports has us at 31, um, moved us up one spot. Athletic has us at 30. um, And Pro Football Talk has us at 25. And the Buccaneers um, have moved uh, or the 14 for them, Um, but the Saints are at 29th in their in their rankings which is uh I think fitting but I tell you what it, anything that has the buccaneers based on their performance this year anything that has the buccaneers above 20 right now is an absolute travesty there's no they have no
8: place being above 20 right now
2: what's the highest that were ranked according to all of those 25 hmm. Okay.
8: people just don't want to let go man they no. don't want like like it, it, oh, even much, looking yeah. at what they're seeing in front of their faces they don't want to let go it's like like i mean yeah honestly, but like is that saying... what
6: you're upset about greg is like i'm not upset about the panthers being ranked 30 right now oh, i'm no, not upset about that, that at all no no no
8: i'm just saying as far as like like the Bucks still being in the position they are and stuff like that like people just aren't ready to let go like i they disagree like...
6: with all of this brady talk that everybody is having brady
8: has eight touchdowns through seven games
6: he has he's got he's playing on a team that has games. been decimated by the offensive line their offensive line has been decimated their I'll, wide receiver cord has been injured which is is look i'm not i watch him he's making the throws dude he was off no, a little not. bit he was off he was off what? in this game uh made some bad plays mm-hmm. But he had some that were there, dude, that were real. Like, it's not like he can't physically play the game anymore. Right. And And that's
7: what I'll I'll defend you, Tony, in this. I think that there's a failure across the board, similar to our offense, right? Um, When we were doing really bad, it was not just one person, right? Baker wasn't helping things, but it was a failure across the board. Mm -hmm. Like drops uh, to, to, you know, offensive line, maybe not holding up their end of the bargain early on in the season um to to you know again baker being bad and bad play calling um but uh, you know i think i think that tom brady has a little bit of that mixed with the injuries but the thing is is like they had such depth like for instance at wide receiver you can't use that as yeah. an excuse they had yeah they had uh mike evans who did have a big drop don't get me wrong but yeah chris godwin russell gage isn't a bad player. Um, there, they My didn't man. have. They had Leonard Fournette. The only thing they were really missing was Cameron Brate and uh, some offensive line positions, which is a big, big issue. We all know that. But Brady is also known for getting the ball out really quickly. And That's no matter how bad his offensive line is, he's usually really good. He was bad. He was
2: yeah. bad. and and Tony, like th- there was some big time throws that he just sailed. I mean, he, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, no, he missed some. He missed
6: some clear opportunities. I'm not saying that, but it's not. I and think it,
2: dropped interceptions as well. Like Jay Z said in the chat, there were like three dropped interceptions that that should have been ours.
8: Well, what's irritating is there was one play that was just a simple out route, and and Tom Brady throws the ball too far out, and the commentators even said. Oh, look at that. Tom Brady put it in the right spot. The receiver just didn't run the route right. And I'm like, no, Tom Brady just put it out there too far. The receiver was open. He said Tom Brady wouldn't miss a throw like that. Yes, he can. He's oh, not yeah. perfect, and people just need to get that out of there. Look, he is still playing at a decent level, but he's not the guy that he was before. Before he, he could those... overcome these things that he had. He I mean, wouldn't I miss those them, throws? Five years old. Huh?
7: He, he about threw an interception at the very end of the game. Like, yeah, he, I mean, Tom Brady... Like, that's the thing I don't like about Tom Brady is how much I, I, he deserves some benefit of the doubt. But mm-hmm. I think you've also got a, a like the nobody will re, nobody. Everyone refuses to acknowledge when he does anything bad exactly. in the in the media. Right. Like, oh, well, the, he's got a failure across the board. He does. But Tom Brady also looked bad and he didn't. He's not playing well. He's not playing good football right now.
6: Um, Man, it's a new era. New era of football is uh, Greg was talking about this on the post game show, the changing of the mantle uh, for so many things. But then uh, CK sent us a message uh, on Twitter and it said that PJ Walker and Taylor Heineke both won on Sunday they were both in the XFL and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady both lost to them <laughs> on Sunday. Taylor <laughs> Heineke.
0: That,
6: uh look, is I want to get your thoughts, folks. Um, and this is interesting. Let's go ahead to the next topic because Cody yeah. Lashney is so pumped about um this team.
2: Let's go, baby, and, and this
6: opportunity to uh, become a better to to go after the division. I mean, this guy is even thinking about trading for people. Uh, and look is that Tom Brady's washed in this division and Cody Lashney boy you I, I want to know is he going overboard folks I want you guys to call in but look check this out is Cody Lashney thinks there's a change into the guard and Carolina found their guy let's see if I can get this make sure this works right come on come
10: on come on name, come on my name
2: is, oh. hey, is I keep the ladies did
6: carolina find their guy willie beeman steaming did willie beeman got them girls creaming got cody hey. lashney like
2: willie
6: willie willie beeman that's oh my goodness movie. that's what Dude. i was at uh, first i know he loves that movie love too i feel movie, like pj bro. walker is kind of like a Willie first. He's like a <laughs> undersized black guy that like, is like he could, he reminds me of Jamie not reminds me of Jamie, but has Jamie Foxx was that. Yeah. Has all the talent does not have the bravado of Willie Beeman though. No,
2: but I, mean, I know but Cody hey, Lashney
6: too. loves that vi- that movie. And he's all over here talking about PJ Walker. And that's what I was doing in the background is down and is converting that file download. Come, 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 come on. Come on, Cody oh Will it be that oh, that's a, man. That
2: that might be my favorite football movie of all time. I don't care what nobody says. That and remember the Titans. And I'll probably even put that above Remember the Titans. Um and yeah, man, look. I know everybody thinks I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Oh, Cody, we we won one game. Oh Tom Brady missed some throws that he should have had. Oh pa ba Look, dude. What whatever. We've done the negative Panther fan thing forever now. If I need to, to to get high off of this very brief light-up that the Panthers have given us in beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, well, light me up, brother, because I don't give a damn. I look at all those other teams, the New Orleans Saints, who we already whooped up on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we already whooped up on, and I'm sorry, but the Atlanta Falcons, are always going to be our ass Atlanta Falcons. We're one and game not back. Than us.
6: We're one game back.
2: That's right. That's now, right. And uh, none of the teams are better than us.
6: What is crazy about this is that if we were three and four right now as a team, uh, we would not be giving up on the season two weeks. You know, it's like how you get to three and four. Um, the right. problem
7: is, is if we were three and four, Matt Rule
6: probably would still be our coach. True. that's a that's the truth but like it's like is that when you're one and five the idea of turning that into four and five like if it one of these teams that goes four and five right over the next two games they're not like oh we had the worst season in the world they're still saying we got to get above 500 we got to get above 500 it's one game away you know for us like- to be even uh and at the very worst We are going, well, I guess we could fall further behind if we lose. That's the key. We got to keep up. Now it's about keeping up in the race before we can pull ahead.
2: Did you know what? It's like the train was getting ready to leave the tracks. Oh, but the Panthers had to drop a big hot deuce right before the train was about to leave. And dude, that that big deuce, that was fat rule, baby. We had to drop him off. We had to bring the Browns to the Super Bowl, if you know what I'm saying. But now we're feeling lighter. We're feeling better about ourselves. We feel like we lost 10 pounds of dead weight. And, man, we made that train just before it left the station. That's how I'm feeling right now. And, look, when you mention all the things that we've already talked about, the defense being legit, Derek Brown and Brian Burns turning it on, and we haven't even talked about J.C. Horn. And Jeremy Chen probably going to come back this week, at least as far as I've, I've heard. Mixed with our offensive line, playing better than it has in years. Mixed with P.J. Walker, giving us that spark that we've so desperately needed.
6: Come on, come on, come on.
2: Come on, and, come on. and our man DJ Moore has risen, risen from the dead man. He has been revitalized, and all he needed was a come on, come on. Come on, a P.J. Walker wonder, baby. Come on, come on, man. come on. My name is Will.
6: My name I'm is I'm telling
2: Boo. you, bro. P.J. Walker is that spark right now. And you're not pissing on my cornflakes, bro. I'm believing. Um, so anyway. much
6: so, uh, the number's 252-228-5098. Is COVID- Cody overhyped? I see some people in the chat going, this, guys, look at these grown men. Yeah, damn right. This is the most <laughs> fun thing to do on a Tuesday. You're grown man watching these grown men right. do this shit, <laughs> which is even cooler. Sure. Um, I Cody's so pumped. He wants to damn go trade for Br- Bradley Chubb right now.
2: Um, I mean, I all I, I, the hype people were... People were talking about it. I know that people are, you know, are, uh think that we might still need to, see. we probably need to pay him soon. But hey, if we're just talking, and hey, it's a podcast. That's what we do. We're just talking, you know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Imagine uh, imagining Brian Burns uh, as the booking to Bradley Chubb. I'm just saying. Insane. Man, we don't- Insane.
6: What do you think? Uh, my question: What when is his deal? Is he at the same class as Brian Burns?
2: Uh, Greg, why don't if they that up, were, if they were, I think they're won, one year. The
6: echo is back. You're talking I about think Chubb?
2: they're one year different. Yeah, Bradley Chubb just right here was drafted. Um, I think it was. It's technically the
6: possible then the you could before. do it if they're not in the same class because you could. 2018,
8: French, Bradley Chubb. Sorry.
6: What was Burns? He was eighteen, wasn't he? Mm. I think he was. Was he? Uh, 2019. Okay, awesome. So you could find a way where you don't have to do two contracts in the same year. You have the franchise. You have the fifth year option. You have the franchise tag. Uh, for maybe Brian Burns, this would actually be a realistic way of like making, uh, through a free agent acquisition, a dominant defensive line. Right off the gate, because you would have the money if you drafted a quarterback next year, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. I mean, and, as long as you're not going to go out into free agency and get a quarterback, which you probably and, can't anyway, that, I mean, you that, don't want to make what, a mistake like you've done in the past, like the mm-hmm. Colts are dealing with with Matt Ryan. Oh, so terrible. you could We've been draft there, that, a quarterback yeah. and roll with Matt Corral and. On the other side of Brian Burns, when you brought this up, I thought this sounds that's, stupid. That's this might even be world. a good thing to do, even if you don't expect to be good this uh, this year at right. all. Just to yeah, do because it, like, if
2: it doesn't, if it, even if it doesn't work out, all right, let let just him go, go ahead and
6: resign market. him and let's yeah go.
2: Well, like, even if it doesn't work out, let him hit the free market just like Hassan Reddick did. If he's not in our long term plans, I think this would give us another boost to fight for this division. And isn't it damned how awesome it is when you're not paying a quarterback all this money next year? We don't have to pay big-time quarterback money. Why shouldn't the Panthers use the rest of their dollars to bolster this football team while we have a good defense, man? And he's from he went to North Carolina State. So he's already used to the Carolinas. Bro, I'm I'm down for it, man. We have to talk about how much you would be willing to give up for Bradley Chubb, but with He'd what probably, we got back for Christian McCaffrey, we have the ammunition now.
7: Yeah, but I think that it's similar to the Brian Burns situation, right? When people were offering us two first rounds for Brian Burns, if we are to take that as as fact. Um, uh, Bradley Chubb is in the same category, yeah.
6: Yeah, you know, I think so. Yeah.
2: I would love it, man. It might not be rational, I would wonder you know know what know the what?
6: cost would uh, truly be. 28. So they're going to lose him though and t- they can't he's in his fifth year option right now. 18, 19, 20, 21, yeah. 22. The they're going is- to lose they, they probably can't get a first. They probably can't get as much cuz they don't have next year. That's maybe what Brian Burns's value is. He's, he's um, actually not as good as Brian Burns. He's
8: 5.5 sacks, one year with one sack. Well, he did get 12 one He was year. hurt. Yeah,
2: was really hurt with, yeah, Just so I don't forget about it. Muscles Marinara with the $5 love bomb. Says Matt Rule's the type of guy that wears a t-shirt in the swimming pool. Mm. Absolutely, he has that kind <laughs> of vibe. And uh, Tony's illegitimate bastard child, white chocolate espresso. Says lost to the Browns by two, New York by three. Thirteen to ten in the fourth versus the Cards, tied ten to ten in the fourth versus the Rams. In all those games, our quarterback played like trash. Thanks, you man. This is what I'm saying. Those have been competitive. Now we have the requisite parts to put ourselves over the edge. I'm, I'm feeling it, man. You know, people want me to temper my expectations. Don't fucking tell me what to do, bro. I'm feeling good. And, look, I would be interested in knowing what it would cost for Bradley Chubb. Um, yeah, I,
6: would, I want the chat to tell us this. What is the cost of Bradley Chubb? Go ahead, so, you tell us in the, the chat. Way, call in at 252-228-5098.
2: The, just to, to kind of add to that, uh, Vaughn Miller, uh, his contract situation, uh, he only had a half a season left on his contract. So does Bradley Chubb. Miller was traded by the Broncos to the Rams last year. In exchange for a second and third round pick. So, would you be willing to give up a second and third round pick? Yes. For Bradley Chubb? Oh, yeah. You get Von Miller production?
8: Hell yeah.
7: Yes. And a we If we we can essentially do what we did, uh, where we still actually came, we would be basically getting rid of Christian McCaffrey's contract and getting extra picks and then also Bradley Chubb at the same time. Um, the only
6: downside is having to pay him next year, which is fine.
7: Right. You got to pay good fine. players
8: at some point in time. You got to pay good. You know players, what you know? is that?
6: This is you can. Uh, I'm telling you, defensive ends. This is like when he's about to come into his prime, right? He's had an injured season already. Right? He's come back around. He's uh, like, he's a. This is Brian Burns. Brian Burns. I'm telling you, you draft defensive ends, even the best of the best. Uh, yeah. Some to take time to develop. So like. You can't go and just add a defensive end in the draft next year and him be dominant. Even uh, the best, like Aiden Hutchinson is doing well, but that defense is struggling like crazy. And it's not, you know, there's a learning curve for that position. Year three is when defensive ends break out in their career, usually. Year four, like this is his time. You put him with uh, Brian Burns. It could be um, instant Defensive front dominance, and this would be a more balanced, I think, line with Bradley Chubb. Then, you know, I mean, it's just like he's the type of guy who can do everything. He can play the run. He's not like he's not just like Burns. I won't say just like you know is that Burns the question. You need somebody on the other side that can do everything. I think Bradley Chubb is that type of player.
7: My only, my only holdup is. There's, well, I should say there's a two part to this holdup. Okay. Number one is if Bradley Chubb comes here and we aren't a better team and he doesn't want to stay here and doesn't, he doesn't, he comes here for half a season and he leaves after this. Right. That's number one would suck. Number two is he does want to stay here and we pay him next year. You don't think Brian Burns is going to be pissed as hell that he's not getting paid before Bradley Chubb is getting paid. I know he has money left on his rookie deal. But the dude is putting up night, we're like we clearly value yeah, him. Yeah,
6: you're probably right. You know what I mean? Like the timeline could be that. problematic. That would all right. So let's just be honest here is that if you were gonna do this, you have to do it with the idea that you're gonna keep him beyond this season, right? Like that would be mm-hmm. the only reason you would do it. And then the second is that it would only be great if you want to have him with Burns. Like if you knew that you could pull it off, like you need to be able to know that you're willing to, and that might be hard to do right now when you don't know who the coach is
2: and what their vision
6: would be if that, because if you saddled them with that, with two big contracts and they didn't have a choice and they didn't like, you know, that could hamstring that coach and at least, or make them be kind of concerned.
2: I think the fact that after the Christian McCaffrey trade, we now have two fourth-round picks, we have one third-round pick, and we have two second-round picks. So, again, you're not even completely decimating your draft uh, if you did decide to trade for him. And, by the way, like you know, even like Vaughn Miller with the Rams, get him to make a push and then let him leave in free agency and then pay Brian Burns and then draft another defensive end. Or go look That's to get someone idea. else in free agency, you know? There's ways like to do this. Guy? Yeah, I mean it, we are and, two and five, <laughs> and you're
6: talking about trading to make a push. Hold on,
7: hold on. Out, insane, out, here's insane, here's, dude. Well, here's the it's argument, like it the most insane
6: talk I've ever heard. Here's
7: the argument. None of this happens until after Sunday. If we don't come out here and right. we don't show a dominant performance against the Falcons, do not be buying shit. But if we come out here and we put a put a
6: <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. If we lose to the Falcons, like what is the exact yeah, it's gonna be this conversation that Cody's having, right. but the complete opposite. I get what you're Let's saying. Let's go okay, just, to number just, one draft pick. Yeah,
8: it, it just seems <laughs> it's like all right. it's like uh I don't know, like the one more win like puts me in that's kind of like how I feel about players who are this. like it's like, know, like drugs. we look at dude. players in the draft and we're like they didn't go to the combine. It's like well. Did you really need the combine to really make that decision? Like, does one more win really sway you towards one way or the other? Like, I'm, I'm in limbo right now, too. I don't know what to feel. But I don't know if one more win or one more
6: loss makes me all in on either side. You know? Well, one more loss is like, come on now. There's a, like, it's crazy. This is what I was trying to say is, like, this is this drug of hope. The drug of optimism is what we're on right now. Like, yeah. give us some more of it. We've helped that we yeah. touched the high right now. Is now we're chasing the dragon. Yeah. Uh, the, that's what my dad would say is don't chase the dragon. Is like kind of trying to keep up with that high right there. Um, um,
7: by the way, guys, if uh, people are talking about uh, Brian Burns not having a 10-sank season, he's on pace for 12 to 13
4: right now.
2: Yeah, he's playing great this year. He's incredible, man. And I've said that you're not. you haven't even seen Brian Burns play his best football. I agree with that. I
6: agree with that 100. He's
2: continuously getting better. You know, uh, I think maybe even Al Holcomb coming back in as our defensive coordinator, which that's something that we don't, we don't talk about. enough. Holcomb has our defense playing lights out and we're adding people back. You know, we might even uh, see YGM take another step forward. So, you know, I'm pumped, man. Like whether or not we start trading or not, I think that we have a good defensive core. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't care either way, man. If we decided to trade for Chubb, I'd be pumped about it and what that meant for our season. If we don't, man, dude, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, bro. Can't Went to NC stuff.
6: State, by the way. Went I know, to I said NC that, State. Oh, okay. He's familiar, uh,
2: with, yeah, he's familiar with the Carolinas. Bring him home.
6: I do want to do a couple of plugs before we move on. One is you can help support the podcast by smashing the thumbs up button calling in at 252-228-5098 or even considering becoming a c3 super fan look for the join button for a dollar 99 a month you can support the podcast and show your loyalty in the chat with uh your cool emojis we're going to be added now we got to add a wilks emoji we got to add a wilks emoji right now that's what we got to do this uh, we're doing that after the show is, is Wilkes- a blue heart so oh yeah. 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 And so what we can do is this is you can, for $1.99, you get uh, to support the show and keep <sighs> us growing, man. We have been growing crazily to the point now Um working on, look, we're, we're working on 5,000 subscribers. So I want everybody to call in at two, five, two, 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 eight. Tell us if we're crazy. Tell us if you're having a good time. Are you on the drug of optimism? Are you coming down from that high from Sunday are we ludicrous for trying to find a scenario where you compare Bradley Chubb and Brian Burns together? It would really make this defense this year so much better right away. But also I like the long-term prospects of that. And don't forget we're sponsored by prize picks. We're going to be doing those uh, probably about 15 minutes. I want to do the prize picks in about 15 minutes. You go to prize picks.com. You use the promo code C3. You get a 100% First time deposit bonus on daily fantasy football sports. And you can make some real cash doing this. We had a good weekend. Greg had a good weekend. I had a good Sunday. I've lost my one tonight though, but I got one coming up. I'm on Lamar Jackson. I got, who do I got this Sunday? I got, um, right now I got some, I want to go to the cat calls next. I got Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. I'm rolling with Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, on Sunday or my daily fantasy football plays. But later in the show, in about 15 minutes, we're going to get to where we pick the Panthers. We'll look at both the Panthers prize picks and uh, those who they're playing with the Falcons and peek around the league. Use the promo code C3. Uh, Cody, let's go ahead and jump into a few cat calls and hear what the fans got to say before it gets too late. We'll kind of work them in, and then we'll come back. We'll kind of come back to some topics and bounce around a little.
7: So, what are your thoughts on cat calling?
6: Yeah, it's pretty s. Sh- you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel?
1: Uh, very uncomfortable.
7: So, how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It,
1: and it a feels good, like. And and that
11: that one- hey, Joey the Blind Panther
12: and i got some conflicting feelings and no they don't have to do with tanking or anything like that but how the panthers make you feel after a win you feel happy as hell you feel great you feel like we're on top of the world after we win but then two days go by and you know what it just feels like to me right now we're on the top of the drop zone yeah, like when the, the, the drop zone goes all the way up and up and up and up and up and you're waiting for it to drop. That's what it feels like to me because I mean we are the Panthers. We have not had and, we yeah, have and, not and, and, won two consecutive games since the beginning of last year. Yeah. Never mind and having back to back winning seasons. We haven't won back to back games. Okay, so that is why it is so that's why it's so conflicting because like, yeah, dude, like I believe in this team, but are we going to play like this every uh every week? And it, it's crazy because this division can be had. We saw Brady, you saw the Buccaneers suck. They weren't good. They haven't been good. The Falcons are the Falcons and they, they will blow a lead one week and come back for a bullshit win the next. And then the Saints are the Saints and they have their own issues. But we can have this division, but are we good enough to go claim it? Are we good enough to go get it? And, uh, I will say this win does feel more convincing than the last win. Like I was happy because we hadn't, we snapped a losing streak and we needed to, but. We really shouldn't have won that game. I mean, the Saints, they sucked that game. But this felt like a game that we deserved to win. This felt like a game where we played to win. This doesn't feel like we were playing a beat-up-ass team, even though we kind of were, but we still played better than uh, than we did last time we won. And also, Matt Rule is not here and Matt Rule was the root of all problems here. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow,
8: wow. That growl's getting deep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love the slow bellow at the yeah. start. Yeah, it's perfect, man. Joe is killing that growl. Uh, the
6: call was I, right on time, too. 1,000%,
2: yeah. man. It's like and look, it even got me thinking, you know, while, while Joey was talking, you know, not only do we feel so much, you know, better after a W like that, but I'm even saying say, like, I've, I've already made the comparison between 2014 and this season. And it kind of seems like no one wants in the NFC South. Like, it's like every team is trying to get out of their own way before another division rival does it. I'm even to the point where I think these other teams are so bad. Even if we lose a few games, man, I'm not going back down in the dumps like I was before when this team had no hope. I think we cut off a tremendous tumor in Matt Rule. I felt like we offloaded Christian McCaffrey. And for as much as we loved the dude, he was such a crutch for our offense that now we're finally able to open it up more instead of having to forfeit the Ferrari, like Jonathan Stewart was saying. And I, I just think that, you know, even if we lose, we are now in a position to be more competitive going forward than we ever have been. And I think that we should ride that momentum.
6: If you yep. look at the, you know, Jonathan Stewart kept set referencing... The 2014 season, when he came in uh, onto the show, right a couple of weeks ago, and I tell you this is that if you go and look at the season, it's just where did the losing stop, a start or stop? I guess for us, it started at the beginning of the season. You go start one and five. Look at this stretch that the Panthers—they win the first two. Right. They go two and two for through four games. They go three and two through five. And then in game in week six, they tie with the Bengals and then after that go on a six game losing streak. Oh. Right. Uh yeah. only in the last four convincing
7: losses too. Like yeah. Nine.
6: You're right. Look at that. Uh set thirty-eight. Green Bay puts thirty-eight up on you. Seahawks got typical old school Seahawks game. You lose twenty eight to ten against New Orleans Saints, forty five to twenty one in uh, the Eagles beat you beat you down on the road, mm-hmm. um, or you're on the road. Falcons, you lose at home in a close, kind of a close one. Get blown out again by the Minnesota Vikings, but then somehow turn it around uh, in the last four weeks. 41
7: to 10 New Orleans um close games <laughs> against Tampa and Cleveland and then uh a blowout for the Falcons 34 to 3. Um it was convincing wins uh, at least for a good portion of that but uh that was uh yeah you're not wrong that was a very looks better on this uh very I mean you, that was a great way to end the season.
2: I mean look six straight losses in a row that you had in that season man and, and it's like We we were still able to come out on top. You know, uh, the fact that this division is bad, like, look, and I'll be real with you, man. Like, I think just as a football team without these, with the weapons that we have, you know, obviously we don't have a a prime Cam Newton, which you would always be the better for if you had. But I even kind of like this team better, man. Like, this offensive line, I think, is doing things that we have not seen an offensive line do maybe ever like, you know, how about this? We were all talking up uh, Rashawn Slayer last year for how good he was as a rookie left tackle. But how about this, man? And Kim Kwan is now doing similar things. He is consistently one of the highest graded linemen in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like that, that, that is a, uh, that's such a problem that we have not had in forever in the nfc south man mm-hmm. and you know it all starts with the trenches i feel like on defense Derek brown is playing better football than he has ever played he's allowing everyone else to play faster brian burns is continuing to be the best and if football is one in the trenches well oh dude let me tell you i'm loving what we have right now man our mm-hmm. trenches are better than they have been maybe since 2015
8: well the other teams have definitely left the door open for us like i said to back into the playoffs this year and and you know it's it's, it's funny because at the beginning of the year i think we were even talking about or everybody else was talking about the nfc south being one of the strongest divisions and how there could be three nfc teams going to the playoffs out of this league and the nfc was it east with the the dallas and then the giants being one of the weakest ones and it's just the exact opposite of that like there may yeah. be three teams coming out of the, going out of the playoffs out of that division but nobody wants yeah. to win this division man they're making it so somebody's going to back
6: in the playoffs, you know? J.D. said, sticky icky. That man gets his paws on you. You ain't getting around him. Sticky icky. Uh, ooh we put it in the air. Let's go to the next call. Oh,
13: yeah. Hey, guys, it's Tyler. Hope you guys are having a good evening. Uh, I definitely think uh, last, uh, last Sunday was definitely – uh, something to look forward to for the season. I think it shows that if you have some decent play calling decent coaching and some decent quarterback play What our team can be? Um I think at least for me, I'm sure other fans feel this way where you know you're going down this horrible hole of how we've been playing all season and then you get this little step of hope and I was already on the 2023 NFL train where I'm like, please, let's just lose out. We have CJ Stroud. And as a fan, I know that we don't really suck as bad as our record shows. We have great talent. It's just, um, you know, we we haven't had that franchise quarterback. And obviously, us losing the rest of the season, we can get that through CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or a couple of other players. But CJ Stroud, my number one guy. Um, but... I definitely feel like and it's a good feeling that to actually watch the game and, like, wow, we're actually playing well. Or look at that pass, look at that uh catch, look at the defense playing well. And so you want to see that, but at the same time, as a fan, I know P.J. Walker, if he plays, continues to play well, he might be a backup for, for us, but he's not the future. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is going to be out, and Sam Brown is going to be out. And so if we're picking, you know, 15 to 20, we're not going to get the cream of the crop as far as the quarterback's concerned. So that leaves the big hole again at quarterback. And so I feel like some of the fans want us to lose. So we had that guy. Um, I wouldn't be mad if we continue to lose, but we're competitive and we're playing well. I don't want us to, and not rooting for us to like fully suck. So, I mean, I'm, I think that's, you know, kind of like where some of the fans are at. I don't know what you guys, what your thoughts are, but, uh thanks guys hope you have a good
2: one talk to you soon you know it's like th- there's there's no reason for us to be losers you know every year we have said how much talent we have on this team mm-hmm. every year you know and uh, you know we've everything has worked out in god's timing truly i don't care if you're a believer or if you're atheist or whatever man like everything happens for a reason and yeah we started out real slow real real slow but you know it just seems like there's a momentum building that that i feel like the panthers are a part of right now and um yeah fantastic call man you know a lot of people were looking for the draft and my dream And look, man, everyone knows I'm a Matt Corral fanboy. Shout out to my guy, JD864, Wide Jordan. They know what I'm talking about. They're on my team, which is Matt Corral's team. And I think that this guy has the potential to be our future. I know he has not proven that to y'all yet, and he's going to have to do so. I completely understand. But my dream scenario, if we're just talking, is that the Panthers pull out of the conversation for one of these top quarterbacks So that way we're not talking about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. But, you know, now maybe you're talking about like a, you know, and it depends on where Hendon Hooker and Will Levis go. They might end up being top 10 quarterbacks that teams are willing to trade up for. And if that happens, that's good because it pushes other talent down the board to us. Maybe even a Will Anderson. Maybe even a Brian Brisee. Maybe a Miles Murphy. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Hey, maybe a Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver out of Ohio State, that's balling out with with C.J. Stroud. Like, all of a sudden, all these different options become available to us when building our football team for the future. P.J.'s the bridge. Matt Corral's the future. Let's roll, baby.
6: Uh, the number is 252-228-5098. Let's squeeze in a couple of calls before we go to the prize picks. Oh, yeah.
3: What's happening, C3? It's Hemlock here. Um, I'm like, y'all, I don't want to have too much hope, but boy, they look good. They look good. Anyways, one thing I don't agree on, um, it was said that if PJ keeps playing like this, the others won't see the field. Unfortunately, that's probably wrong because they paid too much in. I agree. Draft picks and money to put the other guys on our bench. So if Darnold or uh, Baker gets healthy, they're probably going out on the field. It, it's. I mean, unfortunately, that's probably how it's going to be. They're not going to leave the third-string quarterback in and have their starters sit in the bench, even if the third one played better right now. Um, and again, I think it's all coaching and rule was just in That that that's just it. He was in it, and maybe he's a good college coach. He just didn't understand what was going on in the pros. And we suffered for it longer than we should have. I am very pleased with Wilkes. I've loved Wilkes for years. I, I hope he does well. And, you know, maybe he can succeed here. There's a reason why he didn't keep going in Arizona. And, you know, that that just kind of makes me go, hey, can we get something better, maybe? But anyways... There was a lot of ups to go on and hopefully they keep, keep improving. I mean, I'd love to see it. It's, it's been rough. I mean, it's, it's like we're the ants when you look at that, the, the stadium during the games and it's empty. I mean, that's sad. So hopefully this puts a spark. I love my Panthers. I don't want to see them fail and we don't need Tepper to have any reason to move the team. And we've gotta go out and support the team through thick and thin because if he's not making money, he'll go somewhere that they're making money. So that's all I got to say. You guys keep pounding. Enjoy the show always. Take care.
6: There's no way you can take PJ out if they're winning. No. Right. I, like I that's would, the yeah. thing. There's only one there's one thing that will keep PJ in there, and that is winning. Yep, I, I, I well, agree. I think it should. But unfortunately,
8: I feel like this caller is right. I feel like the money they've invested and what they've nah, invested into it may, may change
6: co- that. 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 That's a sunk cost mindset. The sunk cost I mindset. Do and that. here yeah. is the thing. is Imagine this. Imagine if they took PJ out, who was winning. They put in um, Sam Darnold, or say, even worse, they put in Baker Mayfield at this point. Right. And then the Panthers start losing steve Wilkes does not get the head coach job you can't do that with the lawsuit in the background that is malpractice what you you could just say is this is that like is you can't uh, and i can't even imagine if imagine if the panthers went on a run and made the playoffs and then decided to start baker mayfield in the playoff game
2: oh Oh, dude i would hope every bad thing for us if that happened but it's not going to happen and by the way that's why i like steve He's wanting to go with the hot hand and he was willing to give PJ Walker his chance, like with the quickness against the Rams Yeah. and everybody was believing in PJ. And by the way, Jonathan Stewart, who also was a big believer in PJ Walker, yeah. when we interviewed him. So a lot yeah. of the guys know, know that PJ has more talent than we're giving them credit for. Let me add some more optimism to your day right now. D. Alford, cornerback for the Falcons, is questionable. AJ Terrell with the hamstring is questionable. And Jalen Hawkins safety is out. So they're missing their defensive backfield. This is perfect for us, man. Like it, you know, a lot of uh uh falcon fans saying on Twitter that man, their team is banged up right now and they're kind of demoralized coming off of that Cincinnati Bengals loss man i'm telling you the all the stars are aligning for the Carolina Panthers right now man i i think that everybody should be excited you know get rid of that old jaded mindset that the panthers have given you there's a reason to believe that something is happening and uh, our man Steve Wilkes is the one leading the show 2522285098
6: it's locks,
11: man. About PJ, I'm not 30
14: PJ. PJ got to show me more than one game for me. Damn,
6: yeah, locks. We can't. It's tough, tough on the ears. Uh,
2: locks was on like cricket phone, man.
6: I know, I love I like it, man. It's uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we want to get some more calls in, guys 252 228 5098. Uh, We want to get your thoughts on this. Are the stars aligned as we, um, I guess, go on the the road against in Atlanta? We usually play well on on the road against Atlanta, I feel like. I know that's the case with the Saints. Uh, And on top of that, uh, you know, the Falcons aren't a great team. This is an opportunity for the Carolina Panthers. You got to wonder if Jeremy Chin is going to be back and J.C. Horn would be very helpful against Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Um, I want to, before we keep while we're letting people regroup on the calls and, uh, all of that, I want to go on to the prize pick segment of the show where we are sponsored by prize picks, but I don't even care if we're just, if it's a sponsorship, I love prize picks as that, um, you, if it's daily fantasy football sports, um, and it's fun. you can do it on anything. If you go to prizepicks.com or download the app, use the promo code C3, you're going to get a 100% first-time deposit bonus. And the way that PrizePicks works is, is you make multiple uh, entries based on daily fantasy projections, right? So the projection for Lamar Jackson is 205 passing yards. So if we were going to pick Lamar Jackson, which I did, and I'm gonna go ahead and show you my entry. Don't look at the one that looks silly; it looks so dumb. And I'm not even gonna show you guys this one. But
2: no, nah, you'll just show it. What? what, what it's what so it's bad.
6: So I got I got roped into the Taco Tuesday thing, and
2: oh, no.
6: um, so <laughs> I put a um, and who? Oh, oh, dude, Hold look at this? I tried to get this hockey player on getting three shots on goal. He didn't do that, right? Uh, on top of that, McCullum has i don't know if he's still this game's still going is probably at the end uh rushed. he's not gonna get that and then i went less than because i just felt like 46 and a half felt like a huge number this is points rebounds and assists for luca donick and i didn't even think about this this dude crushed that number 55 yeah. so here that would have been five bucks to pay 25. But here, this is the real pick of the week for me, and we're gonna make our Panther picks. But this is what I went with last night. I was like peeking around. I put uh, Lamar Jackson more than two and a half, uh, and a two hundred five and point five passing yards against Tampa Bay. Um, with this is I am rooting against Tampa Bay here as the stars are aligning, and I went Kyler Murray more than uh, two hundred and fifty passing yards with against the Minnesota Vikings. So this is, that's how prize picks works. You got to pick multiple entries. You got to do a minimum of two. They can't be on the same team if you do only two. And uh, you have to have like at least one entry from a different team. So I guess they're ultimately kind of playing each other or playing with each other as a team. Uh, Lamar Jackson, though, if I put I put in $5, if I hit both of these, I win 15 uh, so that's uh, that is prize picks. If you go there um, and use the promo code C3, you get a first time deposit bonus of up to $100 and 100% of your match. And what we like to do each week is look at the Panthers projections uh, for player projections in daily fantasy football sports and that of the Atlanta Falcons. What are you giggling about?
2: Uh, greg is saying that there are none that there, yeah, there are no none. there are no oh panthers my goodness earlier yeah, there, there I may be falcons but there yeah. are
8: no panthers projections so yeah
2: so what are the falcons check the falcons damn price no, no, disrespecting just no no it's not disrespecting you know
6: those. what it's too much of an unknown commodity right there's, now who, they're probably Later sitting the there week. going yeah name. what yeah Saturday be more yeah.
7: name name a name it like a like i could see uh, Christian McCaffrey being like a superstar worth them trying to put him on there because it's it's easy to 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 bet when it's somebody that you recognize, but DJ Moore and those guys aren't necessarily people that like the league recognizes as a fantastic.
2: Well, but know, also maybe clear. it's because the Falcons have yeah. a lot of questionables, so they don't know exactly who's going to be sure. playing and they want to factor that in before they put up DJ Moore's probably numbers. Good. This is I why really you want interested. to get them
6: early sometimes, too. Yeah,
2: I was really interested to see what DJ Moore's numbers would have been. I mean, if you looked at his prize picks before the last game, he had failed to eclipse like 59 yards in one game all season, and yeah. my man did it in the first half. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm interested to see what – uh, what the more or less number is going to end up being. So, hey, that means you got to tune into the Friday free-for-all this Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, when we see what the more accurate numbers for this game is going to be. Friday free-for-all mm-hmm. where you can join the show just like you see us doing here now. Um, what were the Falcons' numbers again, Tony? Like, what, what were they anything? Uh, I mean, I know it's all really early, so it's not like there was something...
6: Oh, sorry, that's the wrong. Sure. All right. I was looking. I was like, that's not. Um. All right. So right now it's Drake London. Where do you, where's the value here? I like, I mean, I'm doing Kyle Pitts over. It's got to be the time. Like what? He hasn't done anything all season. What's, I his take, last? what's Drake London's asking? Passing this. yards. This guy has not gotten. Look, he had nine receiving yards last week. 19 the week before. 25 Ooh. the week before.
2: If Jeremy Chinn edge, hey, let me tell you. I know if Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Chen and JC Horn back. come back. And, and by the way, JC Horn and Kyle Pitts—they had a fantastic matchup when Florida played South Carolina, and they were both on that team. They, uh, you know, they went back and forth, getting the better of one another. So that might be a match, you dude. Know, we're I gonna remember,
6: smoke these mugs.
2: I'm telling you. Isn't that that messed up? That's messed
6: up. We're going to actually, I think we could actually beat the crap out of them.
2: Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Tony, start believing, man. We're going to thump these clowns. That's 100% what we're going to do. The fail cons. That's who they are. The fail cons. We're going to thump their ass. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come Uh, on. Come (laughs) on. Let's go, baby.
8: You know, you know one of the coolest things about prize picks is that, that uh, i hadn't i don't know if you mentioned is we saw it earlier with your uh picks but i love that you can cross sports yes you do a basketball player yeah. with a football player so like yep. if you're not feeling if you're only feeling solid about one football player that week and there's basketball games or yeah we can pop, day, can pop over the nba and get there. some yeah. late
6: action right now if we wanted to it's really I'm so, cool by 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 those, i'm those so
2: happy that you grabbed that drop Dude, that gives me (laughs) fucking hype every (laughs) single time, dude. I got
6: the whole song, but I mean, you know, we don't want to play too much. But I like just that. I think we could get away with just playing that little bit, like until he says we have a beam. If it's Um, below fifteen seconds,
2: I think you're good.
6: So uh, look at this. It's just like all right. So what? All right. Which one of these? What would you? I don't have great faith. I I don't like taking an under. Or a less than on like a number and passing that low, right? Is like that to me is a setup, a trap right there. Because even if you win this game, they're gonna have to pass the ball down the stretch to try to catch up, right? So like if I'm I'm putting, if I'm doing Mariota here, that number's just so low, is that I know that. Look, is that he has not hit that in his last? Ooh, he's only hit over that number one time this year.
2: You know what would be interesting? Uh, on Friday they'll probably have up his rushing, numbers. Yoda has definitely been using his ooh, feet this, this year. This he's definitely been pick. using his feet this year to to burn defenses, and his mobility is a part of their game. Um, so I, I think kind of similar. So when we play Kyler Murray, you know, we're going to have to play contained. We're going to have to leave someone to spy. He's very mobile, very athletic. And, you know, our linebackers are going to have to run around and make sure that we seal the edges and, and stop him from burning us on bootlegs and even some design quarterback runs that they do in red zone situations.
8: I like that Drake London right there. I would take the over on that 39. Is that 39 yards? 39 and a half. Yeah, he's got to get 40 receiving yards. I would take the over on that. He, he, I w- I don't he's... like
6: any of these numbers, man. Like, I don't love any of the, like, I can't go less than against Mariota on this number. Like, I could see how it possibly could. But I just like, it's 160 yards in the NFL. If you don't get 160 yards passing as an NFL quarterback, like, I mean, like, it's just the odds are. I don't know. I don't like these. The one that you like is Drake London. I like Kyle Pitts more than just because it's like time. Everybody's just talking about it now. People are so upset Uh, in fantasy football. The noise has got to be going on in Atlanta. Like, Why is Kyle Pitts not more of a factor in our offense?
8: I think I'm only partial to Drake London's because he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. And while he, he may not be a fantastic live action receiver for these 40 yards, but he's been a decent, like decent wide receiver three. So,
2: I mean, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Like, like I said, I understand what you're saying, Tony. It's like, mm. it's almost like a trap. But yeah. at, at the same time, man, like if Jeremy Chen and JC Horn come back and continue to to ball out like this, you know i, I it's not outside the realm of possibility man um I don't know that's yeah. kind of too early. I don't even know if i would if I would pick any of those, any of those. yeah i'm not ball, i'm I'm
6: looking around now. the league right now, let's Derek just Henry look. over
8: hundred that's a who's it who are they playing Houston oh well yeah, he might get him
6: yeah, yeah. uh here what about this christian McCaffrey Week two, San Francisco in a division game. They've owned the Rams.
8: Yeah.
6: They've owned the Rams. Uh, They beat the crap out of them earlier this year. Now, you know, after coming off of a a tough loss against Kansas City, Kyle Shanahan is going to have something in store for you. And the Christian McCaffrey special is alive, bro. I'm totally going more on that this week. Mm I like that. I like the stars aligning. And then what about this? Jonathan Taylor, Sam Ellinger is the quarterback that they have just replaced Matt Ryan with the Colts. Jonathan Taylor's coming back. They're coming against, they're going against a Washington commanders team that plays tough late in the year under Ron Rivera, but you don't think they're going to give them a heavy dose of the run game? I like this, that, right? Ooh. And let's find one more because I want to triple. What do you think? Who throws a pick this week? Ooh. Mm. I don't love that. Mm.
7: Yeah, that is tough. Tom Brady again. I think Tom Brady throws a pick.
6: Forcing it, career highs yeah, in a couple last that, year. That,
7: last uh, year. that bro- uh, Baltimore uh, team has been actually pretty stout on defense. It's actually been my defense. Um, I know they've let some people come in at the end of the games, but they've been uh, they they've been uh, a takeaway machine. I like
8: this. Doesn't uh, Lamar Jackson tend to throw Whoa. an interception is, in the game too, though?
6: I found yeah. it. I found it. DeAndre Hopkins, more than 67 and a half receiving yards. Second week back. Cardinals could be falling apart. DeAndre Mm, Hopkins, fresh, rested, and going to make it happen like this. I'm going to go. I won a couple of bucks last week. So let's see if we can turn this 50, this 10, into 50 with Daily Fantasy Football Sports through prize picks. The promo code is C three, uh, gets you a hundred percent deposit on your first time, a bonus or a match up to a hundred dollars. And I tell you this, a lot of people have been having fun, uh, play prize picks. I know I have. Yeah. So we, uh, we thank them. was also for their sponsorship. All right. Um, we see what's next on the agenda. More calls. What do you guys want to do? Do we got anything else we need to talk about beyond the, the calls?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some more calls.
6: All right. The number is
4: 252-228-5098. Hey guys, once again, just want to say, appreciate you doing this. Um, I'll just get right into it though. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm a little disappointed at the blind optimism. Here, um, hey, we're fanatic. you know if everything works out great, then fine, that'd be awesome. But let's be perfectly clear here: um, PJ Walker's game here, on top of being kind of fluky, wasn't that great. He had less passing yards in this game than every game Baker's played so far this year, except for one. And the first game was atrocious. Go. Right, the man threw sixty passing yards, less than the very first touchdown pass we got. Mayfield to Anderson, Mayfield being benched in and Anderson, not being here anymore. Um, the offense, of 203 total yards, less than the passing yards that Baker put up against the 49ers, no offensive touchdowns, um, you know, I, I mean, and a whopping six yards, not per attempt, per completion, you know what I'm saying? So, like, look, if I end up being wrong on this, then obviously that's awesome, but, man, like the, the, after one game against a team that's not actually playing particularly well, that just got beaten by the Pittsburgh Steelers of all people. We're going to start going on talking about, you know, how, how this team is going to start winning the division and stuff like that. I just, I mean, pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see if we can get a solid, not, maybe not even three in a row, let's go three and two over five. If we can get over 500, over five games, or something along those lines pj walker the quarterback steve the head coach i'll start believing at that point but before then yeah absolutely not this has been one eh game at best anyways appreciate you guys like share subscribe c3fans podcast The podcast in the nation
12: shalom
2: appreciate you brother fantastic call and tony might i say nothing has changed from what i said earlier in this season And that it's still prove-it season. It's still prove-it season. Just because I'm believing doesn't mean that it's going to come true. The Panthers have to continue to build on their performance. And P.J. Walker has to continue to prove that he's worth all the hype that we're giving him right now. So, uh, listen, I completely understand Panther fans that are like, All right, look, I want to see some more before I start believing. And I understand that. But I think that one of the things that we can all agree on is that now that Matt Rule is no longer with us, now that we have a quarterback that is at least willing to feed DJ Moore and push the football down the field, we're in a much better position now than we were the past few weeks.
6: Yeah.
7: Um, and can-, can we can we also do a, m- a minute to like acknowledge and, and maybe even give some credit to McAdoo at this point in time? I mean... I know we can't. Yeah. We got to see this multiple One weeks in game. a row. game, but <laughs> I mean, listen, wanna... he's he came out and they did a. And, I mean, listen, this is PJ Walker too, right? Uh, he, even when he did win last year, he didn't look this good. And I'm not going to credit all Ben McAdoo for that, but I think it's it's fair to say that he played. He called a really good game and a game that we had been asking him to call for a while, and uh, and that's what he was able to do. So I think it's okay to give him props. It's not to say that he's a great offensive coordinator yet. But it's okay to at least say, hey, listen, great job on that game. I don't think anybody's done that yet.
2: Absolutely. No, and, and to that point, again, I know it just seems like all I do is pat myself on the back here, <laughs> but I've been saying that offensive coordinator has been a scapegoat, that until you were able to get a quarterback that can make some of these plays, then the offensive coordinator was going to look bad no matter who he was. Right. And now that PJ has the capability to push the ball – Now, all of a sudden, you're seeing that our players are more open than a lot of people thought that they had been. So, you're 100% right, uh, CK. Kudos to McAdoo. I don't care what you did before. As long as you're trying to do better and continue to be the best version of yourself going forward, I think he has learned. And I think everybody in that organization knows what the fans are saying online and on Twitter. We've already kind of proven that. I don't think that died when Matt Rule walked out the door. So, Kudos to them for adapting and changing.
6: All right, let's go to the next call. Yo, what's good, C
10: three? How you guys doing, man? Hey, I just wanted to call in and get my two cents towards the uh, whole uh, trading for Bradley. Chuck. Is Bradley Chubb? I know his last night Chubb. I wouldn't be against it if we're talking about giving away a second and a third for a guy of his caliber, or his talent. That would be a dope ass trade. I mean. He's an established guy in the NFL. You pair him with Burns, with Brown on the D line, and that could. I, I personally feel like the defense is one or two players away from being one of those defenses where if we get a three point lead or uh, touchdown lead, and you're, you're looking at the defense like, nah, we, we got this. Like, this defense is about to go ham. But, um,. But yeah man something i wanted to point out about pj this last sunday and it gives me hope that uh moving forward pj could play at that same level you go back and you watch it i don't recall a moment in a game where pj looked like he was uncomfortable like that offensive line bro like that old line like that that was a thing of beauty watching that man be able to just sit back like i as i pay more attention to football i'm seeing like these good quarterbacks or quarterbacks that are having good games Watch their feet. Like when dudes are sitting in the pocket and they're just standing there, that's exactly what P.J. looked like uh, this past Sunday. Man's feet was was solid. He was on solid ground the entire game. Like complete faith and confidence in his abilities and and the offensive line ability. And that touchdown pass to Tremble, go back and watch the highlight. that shit became available because of how much P.J. was feeding D.J. early in the game. When they run, they, they snap the ball and they run that play. When DJ turns, because the corner thinks DJ is getting the ball, he sits, he hesitates for a second. And that allows Trimble to get behind him in between the safety when PJ put the ball right where it needed to be. If if we get that kind of play out of PJ,
12: yeah.
10: bro, like, there's there's no reason why this team can't be better. Than, it, 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 we all know that the team is better than what the record says. It is. So I'm excited, man. And y'all lay off Cody. Cody be saying fat. Y'all don't want to hear it. If PJ leaves this team to damn playoffs, he Let makes the back from that season. And if it ain't PJ, Let it's Corral. Know. You feel me?
2: Y'all lay off Cody. Oh. Cody got shoes. All right, keep oh. on. Oh my boy, JD said that. He said that with his chest, y'all. PJ Walker got it. He's the perfect bridge to Matt Corral. And do, we're doing big-time things, baby. Let's go. Come on, y'all. I got shooters out here. Don't you know?
6: 252-228-5098. Hey, this is White Chocolate Express. So I wanted to call
14: in That's to funny. make a comment on one of the caller's calls about how we might have to put Baker as our starter because of the sunk cost and what we gave up. I want you all to remember now, if Baker plays more than 70% of his snaps, that fifth we gave up turns into a fourth. This team needs to bench Baker to keep that fifth. Or yeah, keep it becoming a fourth. Yep yeah, point. The team needs to bench Baker. Play PJ. He's the hot hand. What mm-hmm. I saw was fucking amazing from the clips I yeah. saw because I didn't watch it, But yeah. We have very much incentive-wise to Bench Baker.
7: Okay. Peace. Um, my point is he did this against a good defense, too. I know they were missing some pieces, uh, but when you look at the total points scored against this team, it's 124. Uh, we're the closest with 145, um, I think it was, when we were looking at that, uh, that screen earlier. Um, I think the the Falcons are next highest with 175 scored against them. And then in the Saints have over 200 points scored against them, um, so uh, like it's we're going, we're talking about doing. He came out here and he looked good against a good defense, um, and so I think that there needs to be some credit there. Uh, and, and and P.J. Walker has done everything he possibly could to earn another opportunity to start this week. Because I'll tell you what, they gave Baker six opportunities or five opportunities, and he never once took the took the reins to try to make it look like he was a guy. Um, and, uh, and so uh, right now, PJ Walker, uh, is going to be the, uh, the guy moving forward until he's not,
6: he needs to be right. I mean, like it would be just silly to do otherwise. And, and Baker Mayfield hasn't done anything to earn, uh, any uh, play time. And uh, I'm telling you that, uh, I think, um, my bastard son, Kev has got a great point. You got to remember that draft pick. There's no really incentive of even playing Baker. He's not done better.
2: And it doesn't help us. And by the way, shout out to JD. He says Bucks hadn't given up a play of twenty plus yards all season. PJ did it three times in that game. Mm-hmm. So again, there's so many reasons to believe. Look, man, we gotta give some credit to my man John. You know, Tony, we kick around ideas He's for been uh, for the for, for we, we kick around ideas for t-shirts. Bro, if this season continues to be a Cinderella story, oh, we might need to make some C3 Witness the Walker Wonder t-shirts, maybe.
6: Ooh, like him, like in a, a, in a guiding light, Witness the Walker Wonder, like his arms outstretched in victory.
2: My name is PJ. PJ <laughs> Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling
6: you. Uh, let's go to the next call.
5: Uh, hey, guys. Chuck from Wizard uh, City on, hey Sports Guy. Just kinda wanna remind you guys that Atlanta they've beaten our franchise more than any other team has. And every year I look for the same thing and look for a sweep and it never happens. And I feel optimistic that we can win this game. But this is something about Atlanta and every year I always the years I always feel like we're gonna win. We somehow blow it. So I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. I want to win this game, but I would not be surprised if we did drop it because it's just what Panthers do. But if we can come out and win this weekend, and Tampa loses Thursday night, and we're tied for first at 3-5, and we got a long hill to climb playing Cincinnati and Baltimore and some of these other teams coming up. But it would be nice so
6: far be three you know against our division rivals yeah good call chuck um is Is that it would be nice to be uh, and look i think uh atlanta's beat winnable i think you're right about that you guys have convinced me on that uh the other thing is i hate atlanta the most that's the team i hate Mm -hmm. the most out of all of our division foes i wanna like some people a lot of people like dislike the saints but for me, it's the Falcons, the Falcons. They're the ones that I have the real problem with. I've always hated them, and I've been to so many of their games, too. Mike Vick, uh, I'm glad. Never mind. I always have that bad dog joke. Uh, let's keep going with the calls, guys. 252 228 This is from earlier, before the show started. What's up, C3? Oh, this is Anthony line. from Charlotte.
2: Anthony! Just thought I would
15: call in and give my thoughts on this Hmm. past Uh, game and everything that went on. Um, I was actually at the game, so I got to see it. Um, Yeah. It's so weird being a Panthers fan right now because we see PJ Walker running this offense and it just makes you question yourself like, Why couldn't we do this in the beginning of the year? And it sucks because we got to take it week by week. I know a lot of people are optimistic, and that that, I'm not taking that away from you. You can be optimistic about the team. But I can easily say that I just feel like we played a perfect game of football, and I don't know if we'll be able to replicate that every week. Now, if we can, then that's awesome. But there are still holes on this team, guys. I just want you guys to know. And yeah, with that said, keep pounding.
6: Thanks, Anthony. I missed these two calls from the beginning. These are the two first calls. Me poor guys, I got skipped over. Right, and our man muscles
16: marinara next. Hi on How you going? Muscles Marinara here. Hey boys, I gotta say. It felt good. And it felt real good to punch the Bucks straight in the yam bags this past Sunday. You know, cause usually it's us getting hit in the yam bag, So that was good. I'm still feeling good about it. And PJ Skywalker, I don't know where the hell he came from. Obviously the XFL, but uh, boys played good, man. Boys played good. I'm feeling good. I know there's a few, uh, few fans that aren't too happy about it. They want us to tank and lose every game, but I don't know. That's bullshit to me gambling on draft picks, but I'm going to enjoy it. Anyway, a quick callback to uh, the post game show. Cody was saying he wants to see some younger guys on the field, like um, uh, the linebacker, Brandon Brandon Smith. I kind of want to see what Amari Barno can do opposite of Brian Burns. Because honestly, gross matos, he really don't. uh, He really don't do too much. You know what I mean? anyway boys uh that'd be it uh quick shout out to uh joey the blind panther making the trip from charlotte to spartanburg to check out my shop monster subs pleasure meeting the kid good kid even uh even did the uh, panther growl on his way out so that was awesome anyway boys let me know what you think Oh, man. Have a good
6: show. It's so sad I missed oh. this. This should Bring be the in first people together.
2: I love it, man. I love it so much, dude. it's awesome, dude. Bringing people together, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love that, man. Shout that's out to news, Muscles. People. Shout out to Muscles. Shout out to our guy, Joey the Blind Panther, Esquivel. Yo, that's incredible, man. And mm-hmm. and um,
6: Wakanda forever.
8: Hey, c- can I say I- real quick, speaking of bringing, bringing C3, bringing people together, I've got a few people on Twitter who have already messaged me for. But for anybody listening to the show that's not on Twitter, uh, the Atlanta Falcons game. Um, if you're in the three three six area, or you not feel like this traveling. Week. Not, this not this week. Not this week. Not this Falcons game. The Thursday night game. If you feel like traveling, or if you're in the three three six area, uh, we're going to be watching it. The C three. We got a few guys already. They're going to meet me there um, at the uh, sofa vintage sofa bar in downtown Winston Salem. So if anybody's interested will be there that night I might bring I oh, was debating tape, making merch. the trip out there. It's a 2-hour
7: drive for me, but uh uh the only thing that would suck is the drive back after the game was yeah. over. It'd be a little bit late for that.
6: Oh yeah. Uh, it'd be a great time though if you're in the area to go and hang out with other Panther fans. Look, bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Joey the Blind Panther, Wakanda forever, right? <laughs> is uh going to Spartanburg and checking out um look, I mean that's awesome. That's cool stuff right there. I wish that was. uh, Let's go to the next call. The number is 252-228-5098.
11: It's Corey calling in. Giving my Monday morning take. Um, Yeah, good, good, good dub. I couldn't see most of the second half um, when I watched um, clips of everything. uh, The Trimble touchdown and and, uh, hearing, listening to the podcast i um, getting a little bit more context to the game, but, um, yeah, honestly, there's multiple things that are true. My fault. Work phone blowing up. <laughs> I'm talking about the Panthers. Gotta wait. Um,
2: <laughs> no problem, bro.
11: Yeah, multiple things are true about this team, man. So, like, for one, um, we are just a genuine overall better team. With Matt Rule no longer in the building, and that's just a straight up fact. Like yes. he was a genuine <clears throat> cancer. Like I hate to use that word, but like he was a cancer to this team, just in the sports aspect of it. Like you watching the defense make plays, Shaq Thompson, Brian Burns getting hype off fourth down stops. Like just like making plays in an need to be made. You see the team just rah rah. Like it reminded me of like that golden era, like 2016, twenty sixteen twenty. Uh, 13 defense type shit. Just like the plays they were making and, you know, like, okay, you can, you can count on this defense. They flying around like multiple on the ball at all times. Uh, DJ Moore, like, smiling, bro. Like, like y'all remember you used to see DJ Moore cheesing through his helmet all the time? I ain't seen that nigga smile all year. And, and you know, speaking of which, speaking of speaking of that, we're going to talk about that. Um, DJ Moore taste- has balled out with, he's balled out with PJ Walker. He's Put up stats with sam Darnold. he's put up stats with every uh lame-ass quarterback we put ahead of him except for baker mayfield he put who you put baker mayfield in the game dj Moore can't even get the ball like he he doesn't even he (laughs) so baker is yeah bro he needs to like he's he's never going to play for this team again he doesn't need to um if pj you know pj's got the job until he doesn't if he ends up regressing back to kind of like the mean or gets hurt. Sam Darnold's going to come in, but Baker's not going to play another, uh, another game down for us unless it's like a legit emergency situation. Um, yeah. And I don't think he should. Uh, speaking of PJ, let me go. I'm going to, I have to apologize to PJ Walker, man. I, I called in last mm-hmm. week, said he wasn't good enough to be in the NFL. Um, and, and, you know, he's, he <clears throat> he's a nice player. I'm going to run out of time, but I'm going to say this quick. Those throws he was making, the one that Terrence Marshall, the, the touchdown to DJ, the one where he was rolling to his right through the DJ, like those were the best throws we've seen a quarterback make for us all season, right? So he can, he can, he'll be something the past He's in between the two things that we, we saw the last couple of weeks, but appreciate y'all coming out
6: on time.
2: Appreciate uh, you. Awesome call.
6: Thank you for the call. Let's
2: keep. Uh, we
6: are almost done with the calls. We got two more. Let's see what
17: we got here.
2: PJ made a fool out of us all.
17: C, three, fam. Oh, my uh, brothers. Nick, Nick, guys, I was not expecting to win this past week. Okay, I am not disappointed in the slightest. I don't care if it might, if it may, knock us out from that number one spot. Seeing PJ in there, man. Okay. I called it from a long, I called it back when we first signed him three years ago. Okay. That dude, when we need to put him in the game and he doesn't go in in the middle of the game, he gives us that opportunity to win. You see how everybody else plays hard around him. Everybody else is more awake. They're more, they're, they seem like they're happier to be there. They actually do what they need to do in order to get the job done pj can swing that ball he's almost guaranteed to throw you one pick in every single game but what he provides as far as spreading the field that's what we need okay and honestly i think that he's been the best quarterback that we've had on the roster over the last three years except for cam last year whenever he came in but cam never even got a fair shot I'm excited to see what PJ is going to do this upcoming week, especially given the fact that now he's going to have his second week with the starters. You know, and I've said it for a while now that I think that that's what PJ really needed was time with the actual starters to not be that guy that's the second or the third string quarterback where he barely gets any reps or having to be forced to sit behind guys because they make more money than he does. And that rule doesn't want to doesn't want that slap in the face. Steve Wilkes. It doesn't seem like he cares about how much money somebody makes. He just wants the team to perform and look confident. And that's all I've ever wanted this team to do over the last three years. We started out, we started out except for this year, looking confident. And then we've fallen flat on our face because of Teddy Bridgewater or Sam Darnold. It's time to let this guy play. Let's see what this guy can do. And my hot take for the season is that PJ's going to start the rest of the season barring injury love the show guys the time favorite podcast to listen to while i'm at work keep pounding keep
2: pounding bro right on nick right on hey man it looks like we got a few more people drinking the kool-aid tony last time we talked to- we talked you know you're like oh it's it's uh unethical or what, what was the word that we, we decided now practice it was malpractice to start next season with P.J. Walker and Matt Corral. Well, you know what? We're going to see. And I have a feeling, just like every time we do a debate my take, I'm going to be right again, big dog.
6: The Carolina Panthers need to trade Baker Mayfield to the Indianapolis Colts who are in a division race Mm. right now. Three and three Colts have just sat Matt Ryan and are going with Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season. They've said the Carolina Panthers need to trade Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or both to the Indianapolis Colts and we ride with witness the Walker wonder for the rest of the season.
0: (coughs) Hey
2: man, I'm Dude, you know how I feel, man. Like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm all about getting Baker out of here. And like uh, White Chocolate said earlier, man. Would you you do it if you
6: were the Colts, though? They've made a ton of mistakes, like the Carolina Panthers. No, you just go.
7: Look at, look at their, what they've dealt with since Andrew Luck, or even before Andrew Luck, you have Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, um, who did them no favors being there. Um, Andrew Luck comes back, retires right before the season starts. Jacoby gets in there again. Um, then they get Phillip Rivers, who retires one year after being there. Um, and then they go and get and trade a hefty amount of draft capital for Carson Wentz, who comes in there and he has good stats, but doesn't they lose to the Jaguars? Who, as you guys know, based on their draft pick last year, was not a good football team, and that pushed them out of the playoffs. And then they go and trade for Matt Ryan, who's getting paid forty million dollars this year to oh. be sitting the bench now, bro. They are not going to be signing a new quarterback that is a, a like just because they they're going to be going after a new guy in the draft. They are tired of the recycling, just like we are.
2: Yeah, and uh, Tony, can I? Have they're that
6: one game comment? back. Yeah, can I highlight this
2: Tony went from a cam sexual. To a Baker Bottom. <laughs> to a Walker Stalker, baby. Oh, I didn't Black. see this one. Oh. oh Walker gosh. Stalker. Boy. Kev might have came up with it. That's... that's- That's what we are now. We're Walker Stalkers, man. We want to always witness the Walker wonder.
6: Somebody said, did Tony just change his mind in two hours? I told you
2: I would have you believe in, man. It's
6: uh, it's like, man, if we could trade Baker or Sam Darnold to someone and just get anything, like a six-round pick, I would be happy and ecstatic. Yeah. Like I mean, that would be a win, even if we lost every game for the rest of the season, because we would with him being the quarterback right now. Cook, uh, can't believe it was so hey, bad. We'll Shout out to me
11: because I was right on Dante Foreman, on. Dante Foreman. I said on a Friday free for all, he's gonna have a breakout game. Oops. I did say we were gonna lose twenty seven to six or whatever. Man, he's a he's a really good player. Shout him. He just he just needs touches. Like, these players just need customer, need opportunity. Terrence Marshall needs reps. Like, <laughs> he dropped his first ball and then had great catches after there. Like, bro needs reps. You can like, literally watch him and see it was him getting more comfortable, and I can't wait to see what he's looking like by the end of this season. Uh, also, I'm not in the Trey Brian Burns camp. I was never in the Trey Brian Burns camp, even before I heard that we got uh, um, two first-round pick offers for him, which, one, I don't fully really believe. Um, just because it doesn't make it, it, makes no sense. Like it makes no sense at all. Um, why would somebody who leave it to a lot of these fans keep telling us it's not that guy. He's not that guy. And you're right. He's not elite right now, but he's on the ascension. He's very, very, very close to it. But why would a team offer us two first round picks, knowing that we're selling, knowing that we're, quote-unquote, desperate. And, and if he's valued at being like two-like whatever team valued him as those, quote-unquote, think their futures. Fish, That's what not how it,
6: they really how it really are.
11: They're probably back in the draft or back in the first round or separated over two years or something like that. That's what it to is. To the point where it's like, those picks are going to be like very unpredictable. Um, uh, But i am say it like this, man. Brian Burns is 24 years old. He's on pace for 12 and a half sacks and a career high in tackles and tackles for long. Like, everybody chill, man. Everybody chill. We're going to have a new quarterback next year, a new head coach, and almost all of our core defensive pieces. Like, we got to, you know what I'm saying, we're still some holes you have to fill all in there, but you mean to tell me if we're looking like a a good team next year with with a new quarterback and a new head coach, somebody who can, you know, give us hope
2: for the
6: future you're not going to be happy that we still got a 25 year old uh pass rusher on on our team who get knocked all right, Cut uh, off right uh, at the end, man. all right great call uh, otherwise it is is uh brian burns you know the going back to this is i have a hard time believing that the carolina panthers last week turned down uh, two first-round picks. But tomorrow night, we're going to get more information on this as we have the beat check at 8 o'clock with Josh Klein from the Riot Report. Uh, So we'll get into that and get some more details about what the offer potentially was. But the caller, that was Corey, is, and he's right about this, is that when you hear f- two first-round picks, he goes, oh, how can you not do that? That's how I am, right? It's like, how can you not possibly do this? But one is this is like they were probably – they have to be future first partially it has to be it's gonna it's definitely one future first but if it's like both first round picks that somebody else traded for and got maybe that they have stockpiled I don't know who that would be some a lot of people kept saying the Eagles or is the team that potentially could offer this it's still it's not just two first it's like conditional first in a way you know with the future so I don't know it still seems like a rich offer to turn down last week when you think with a feeling we had. It just seems like that. I mean, that's tough. But uh, let's go to the last two calls of the night, it looks like.
10: Yo, C3, this is JV864. Calling in once more. Uh, but uh, there's a comment in the uh, comment section, and I-, I wanted to bring it to you guys' attention. Um, about P.J. So There's a lot of people overlook uh, last year's game against the Cards because Cam came back. But so if you go back and you watch that game, P.J. actually didn't play a terrible game last year against the Cardinals. Yeah. So the Panthers very much could be on to something. P.J. could actually be a much better QB than we've been led on to believe due to rules and competency uh when it comes to this quarterback position. Right? You have Sam Donald, who looks like crap, all throughout 2021 minus the first three games then you move on from sam to baker and baker has not looked good in any way shape or form pj gets thrown out against the rams and the game plan in my opinion is what made pj look bad against the Rams. i mean we if we got that version of pj against the Rams, we probably win it we could have won that game so then you come out here game plan is different it's a mixture of the run They actually let pj aired out a little bit you Again, just going off of the last, I guess, three starts that P.J.'s had, when you give him an opportunity to like, hey, here's the playbook. I'm going to trust you to do what you need to do with this. Against the Cardinals, he got the team into the red zone but on multiple occasions. Again, this past Sunday, those throws were, were, were amazing. Like another caller said, those, those were some of the best throws we've seen this season. Like, those are things of beauty. So we, the Panthers could very well be on something. P.J. could actually be that that XFL MVP might actually mean something. We might be starting to see that. But, yeah, I just wanted to say that I got a lot of other stuff that's on my mind, but I'm going to save it for the uh, free-for-all on Friday. So, hey, hey if you're listening, out. still tuned in. I know it's late back on the East Coast. Pound the like button. I need you to do that. Be free, be putting in work. The least yeah. we can do is hit the like button for them. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed. Keep on.
2: Appreciate you, Dave. Yo, that's one of my that's one of my Friday free-for-all shooters, baby. You already know what it is. We get down every Friday at 7 p.m. You can be on the show, the show for the fans, by the fans. Hey, you know, uh there was a guy in the chat room all night telling me I don't know shit. All I do is give hot takes. Well, come and tell me to my face, man. That's what the Friday Free for All. Is all about man. We have football
6: discussions. Check us out this Friday at seven PM. Um. Yeah, the Panthers are giving us some takes to have, and so much so. I was going to look over here. Is we are approaching the biggest month in the history of the show. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's any month we've. We're about to hit a hundred thousand views for the month on the C3 Panthers podcast on YouTube. Just in the, in the content we've been putting out. So check us out. Um, You know we're here on Tuesday nights every night, every Tuesday night for the last ten years. We have been doing the Panthers, the C three Panthers podcast, uh, longest running Panthers podcast. uh, Wednesday night, the Beat Check. Going to totally going to talk Cody into debating me afterwards, and then on uh, Friday, the Friday Free for All. Saturday, Simulation. Saturday, Madden. The Madden simulation, which has been the tea leave reader right now, last week right. picked uh PJ Walker to beat the Bucks, and we we're like, Hey, what hey. happened? So, we well, got to see is. what the Madden simulation brings us on sem- simulation Saturday, and then Sunday, we've got the post game show, which is always a good time for callers to call in at 252 228 5098. Check us out on TikTok. Putting out stuff on TikTok, stuff, YouTube Shorts, on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. We've got a lot of stuff going down. Don't forget, you can uh, download the podcast. Member of the Fan Side Network now, partner podcast with fansided You can see our work on Cat Crave, which is cool now. And on top of that, you can download it on uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Tune In, wherever you get your podcast, you catch those, iTunes. We've been doing let's do them numbers there too. Tell a friend, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh the last call of the night, I believe, was that all right, I think we got one more.
9: Let's see who is Hey, what's going on there everybody? It's me, C Dog. Hey, C Dog. I'm C-Dawg. just not calling in. I don't know if my call is gonna make it to the show. But uh I'm super gotcha, excited. Bro. Real quick, if anybody's gonna be in Atlanta this weekend, C Dog nineteen eighty three will be at the game this weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So together. hey, you won't link up with me. My number is 910 <laughs> hey, Yeah, wow. 7762 Okay. Now when you come in here, make sure you hit the motherfucking oh. like button. Make sure you motherfucking subscribe. Alright. You know what I'm saying? These guys do a great is number yeah. is one. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, if you wants to put it out, you know, yeah. hey, he knows
9: So hey, you won't link up with me. My number is 910 He's going to be in Atlanta this weekend. Now, when you come in here, make sure you hit the motherfucking like button. Make sure you motherfucking subscribe. You know what I'm saying? these guys do a great job with the content and putting out these shows every Tuesday, every Friday and the game breakdown and the Madison Malaysia. Now, with that being said, I'm very excited to see what Steve is going to do and his defense is going to do this Sunday. All these soccer fans talking big shit, talking about we, you know, we only two and five and all this bullshit. So I needed to go out here and kick fucking ass Sunday. So when I'm riding the train back to my car, I could be dabbing and goddamn doing Cam Newton celebration all the (laughs) way. The whole ride, my whole fucking train ride.
6: I like you know that. What I'm
9: but I'm very excited to see see what's going to do. You know, you could tell he's already turning the page and turning things around with this team. And started last week with he was putting up the word "finish" everywhere. You know, and he could tell, man. Like the, the defense was just another notch. Even on them that third and one, the fourth and one. You know, I uh-uh. he said, "Nah, fuck that." uh uh-uh, you ain't getting shit. That Brown's been balling. Everybody really been balling, man. Goddamn Bardo got some goddamn burn last week. Only person I want to see get some burn who really ain't been getting no burn is Brandon Smith. You know, send Brandon Smith to me. They need to go ahead and trade. They should have traded Shaq and put Brandon Smith out there. Go young. So he faster, bigger, stronger, all that bullshit. You know? But uh, with that being said, be man, i make it short and sweet. I'm just very excited, man. I'm very excited to see what Steve Woods is gonna do this Sunday. You know, and hope he's continue to do a great job and get this uh, head coach job permanently. You know, because you can tell the guys play for him. You know, this is a the defense is on another level. You know, even the offense. You know, Steve Woods basically say, you know what? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out, goddamn guns blazing. You know what I'm saying? we going to throw this motherfucking ball around, you know? But I'm very, very excited. Everybody have a great day. Shout out to Z-Baby, the motherfucking goat. You know what I'm saying? But everybody have a great day. Keep pounding. Hit the motherfucking like button. Hit the, and make sure you subscribe. Keep pounding.
6: Good night. Man, thank you. Great call tonight. Awesome. Great call, man. Yeah.
2: dog. He He's the man, dude. He is the man.
6: It's so weird. His, his evolution
7: in the C3... Like, community. <laughs> yeah, like he came in as like the biggest troll, and then like he is like our most loyal fan now at this oh, point. Yeah, time. Dude. I love that dude, man.
2: And everybody at one point in time, they were wanting me to ban C Dog in the chat, mm-hmm. calling what? him Falcons fan. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, really, really, everybody was never. wanting C Dog <laughs> banned, bro. And I never did. I said, nah, bro. I fucks with C Dog, and I stay on that, and I still do, man. Shout out to my
6: man uh man uh you know what i love i've made so many good friends uh on the internet just by talking panthers football it's a give me it's a nice outlet and mental outlet for my life um so you know look is we're gonna be here a lot we got a couple more things to talk about one is this is henry anderson has been placed on non-football injury list um who veteran defensive lineman, defensive end, who's actually made his presence known a little bit this season. Uh, I don't remember saying his name in this past game. I'm not sure. I have to go, yeah. but I've but I've seen him make some plays this year. He's been held out with illness. Signed on September 5th, played six games uh, with us. Last, let's see. Um, so now he's going to be out for a little while. The Panthers have signed. Larnell Coleman off the Dolphins practice squad and Tay Hayes from their own practice squad, cornerback kind of waiting to see if JC Horn will be back, but both Dante Jackson and CJ Henderson were in and out of last week's win over the Bucs. So kind of some movement going around in the background, hoping Jeremy Chin, uh, and, JC Horn can come back and give us some stability, particularly if Dante and CJ Henderson are dealing with uh, some injury. So that's like um, I think is there any other orders of business um that we've got uh to talk about? I think that's about the news where we didn't miss any. Did I miss anything, Cody? No,
2: not that and I know of, right. man. I think we're good, man.
6: Okay. Um so shout out to all the people that are listening um, right now. Thank you for your support. You can find our work on carolinacatchronicles.com. We're now featured on Cat Crave as uh, a Panthers podcast. You can download the podcast wherever you get it, uh, you know, get your stuff at. Uh, we thank you for calling in at 252-228-5098. And Cody. Uh,
7: real quick, before we, we move forward, can we get like a big shout out for Tony to make it through this? This podcast with a, a headache, man. He started out today with this podcast <laughs> with a major headache, and he's made it two and a half the hours chills
8: earlier playing injured.
7: Shout yeah. out to Tony making it through the, oh, the this, hard times, oh, dude. This, oh, I don't oh, ever, you know,
6: I don't ever get headache, but it. it's like it's more about what is a headache. Doesn't mean you're getting sick, you know what I'm saying? So I came yeah. home, I was sleeping like a mug this afternoon. Um, anyway, um, hey, you know what, you got me, come on, come on, come you on, got me hype.
15: My name is really
6: my name is tony tony dunn the c3 panthers podcast <laughs> great cool man um
2: i love it it's so good
6: thank you for rocking with me cody lashney
2: oh absolutely there's no way i'd rather be on tuesday night bro you already know that
6: how can they get after you uh we do yeah oh, I was oh yes was the oh no no you. we got it. Oh, oh my god thank tony. you thank you ice oh ice up tony We can't miss the longest-running segment on the Longest Running Podcast. Let's roll. I got a good one, too. I got a good one, too. That's how you know he had
2: a headache, man. (laughs) He was going to forget about one of the most important segments of the C 3 Panther Podcast. Man, you already know what it is. It's time to ice some fools up, son.
6: So. Um, man uh the ice up segment is where we tell someone to ice up toughen up to get it together it's our homage to steve smith and uh our way to vent on the world we get to uh, either any topic is open for an ice up pick where we tell them to ice up toughen up to get it together um who wants to go first this week Anybody got anything good? I mean, I got something that I like. I'm not happy with my up pick. I got my, one. I I'm do not too. doing
2: mine is mine is more personal. I try to make mine with broad appeal. Bro, mine is mine is All straight right. up fanboyism.
6: Uh, I'm going first then. Right, I'm going first. That. And uh let me see, make sure I got to do my system audio here. Here this is my up. pick goes to this TikToker. Look at her face. All right, pull your head,
11: chits out.
6: Look at her face. and she <laughs> <laughs> nope.
9: Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
8: watch it like that? I can't stand watching somebody mutilate themselves, man, even if it was an accident. It's like, <laughs>
6: oh. Man, to that TikToker who was trying to make her a cool her make her a little video where she was doing something, she used a real knife and then smashed, slashed her eye open. She's lucky she didn't get worse than that. Oh it yeah. I mean she's safe. I think it's just like here, it's she's gonna about- be a nasty, gnarly scar right there. She's about to pull an aim. You know? Oh god! Uh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. <laughs> it was about to be bad. Like what an idiot holding the knife with at the blade, dude. man! I'm telling you, the world now. Look, I love the internet, dude. I love it. Like all the fun. I how many people
2: is... have died from. T-
6: yeah, like how doing crap like that.
2: Dumb. That they're wanting to do, they're wanting to go viral. And never
6: made it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, oh, you don't say! it like you don't know because they died. Yeah, somebody would re- release the video.
14: Oh, man.
2: absolutely nice. no man. hand-eye coordination. Gosh. Absolutely. Well, um, okay, ice up manage? to that well, girl. Manage? Uh, yeah,
8: months months real quick and easy. Uh, and uh, honestly, just that Amon comment kind of made that. I'm trying to think of anything to ice up, and I really didn't have one. It's been my anniversary week. Or we've been celebrating my anniversary this last week, so it's been a good week. Um, so I'm just gonna ice myself up one for not having a real pick, and two for not listening to people about Game of Thrones when it was out. Because now I'm into House of the Dragon, and I'm reading Fire and Blood, and man, it is freaking amazing. Like I'm I'm past the point in the book now where it's tough to understand stuff, and now I've got a real good grasp on what's going on, and it is fucking amazing man i'm really really yeah. so I'm icing myself up for not for, for not finding this sooner
2: dude i'm I'm envious to be in your position mine That's was great. 2012 i saw the first two seasons of game of thrones i'm like, all right dude i've had enough i need to read the books and like before season three i powered through damn near all five books man yeah. so i'm envious that you're jumping into this world dude it's my favorite i absolutely love it yeah. um And I'm probably going to start rereading it myself, too, now that House of the Dragon is over. Um, Somebody in the chat
6: room said that somebody subbed to that that girl.
2: (laughs) 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 That's funny. Um, Okay, you got one? Do you want to go up next?
7: Yeah, listen. I want to be the first to say I seen us up as a majority – of the fan base who wanted pj walker gone um i hate i listen and 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 i think mainly we can probably say matt rule even though we can say matt rules the reason he was here but we also know this year matt matt rule was going to cut pj walker there was no shot that they were going to keep him on the on the roster i think they were planning on going forward with two people um And P.J. Walker wasn't going to be one of those people. And it's clear right now, outside of the potential for what Matt Corral could be, as of right this moment, Matt or uh, P.J. Walker is the best quarterback on our roster. And I'm not sure even how close it is right now. Um, but for all of us who jumped so headfirst into being Baker Bottoms, right now I think we are going to be heading right back into the closet um, and it's going to be one of those things we look back on, and it's like, did you listen to Backstreet Boys when you were a kid? Yeah. No, I didn't really listen to them, but you you rocked out hard to them. You know what I'm talking uh, about? That's uh, me, by the way. <laughs> right. You know, or like Nickelback lovers. You know, now that's that's still, a, you know, it's not like they 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 were bad, but you know, the, the Nickelback lovers are in the <laughs> closet. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and so now Baker Bottoms are going to be looking back on the on the on the history of being. Uh, a short-lived baker bottom and they're gonna lock that away deep inside the history of their fandom and never look back as we move forward with PJ Walker, the Walker Wonder.
6: Oh man. Uh, I don't know if that I think that was a, a ice up to Tony at the same point. he said, lock your baker bottomism in, up in a locker and never talk about it again. Oh, we remember wow. we,
7: for the majority of us, you know outside of Cody, and I, I don't know, Greg might have been a little more positive on Baker, but I don't know if he was full on in the Baker camp immediately. Um, yeah. But, like, me and Tony were. We, I was hoping
6: it was going to work, man. I think
7: I fell in love with him, honestly.
8: I think I kind of did a little bit, too, to be
7: honest. I th- well, you. I mean, I think I'm, I, 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 I think it hurt How my
2: giggle, man. <laughs> By the way, shout out to your bastard son. I love the Walker Stalker. Like yeah, now like if you're if you're a believer. I'm a can oh, that's water? a good
6: one. And we're always gonna have to keep this thread running oh, through yeah. the C three Panthers podcast. So we go from Cam Sexual to Baker Bottom to <laughs> Walk Walker, Walker Stalker. Wait until we get like Stroud. Uh, you know, you're gonna have to start working on Stroud, you're gonna have to start working on Matt Corral, uh, yeah, and you're gonna have to start working on Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be something with big feet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, flat foot, a,
6: yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> it's gonna be something with big feet. Um, uh, all right. dude. Uh, all everybody right. get. Oh, you got yours still to go, Cody.
2: Yeah. So look. I'm a Carolina Panther fan, and everybody knows that. But for those of you who really know me, I'm a diehard Clemson Tiger fan, man. And regardless of how much shit people want to talk, my Clemson Tigers are undefeated, right? But everybody likes to get in their pot shots at Clemson because they either don't like Dabo or they don't like our division or whatever. But Joel Klatt, and if you know Joel Klatt, he is the biggest Big Ten nut hugger that you will (laughs) ever meet in your entire life, bro. In your entire life. He's some nonsense. He said, does anyone think Clemson football could actually win either division in the SEC or the Big Ten East? Do you think they could finish better than third in the SEC East or Big Ten East? I don't either. Well, Joel Klatt, not only are you an absolute moron, but my Clemson Tigers have more victories over undefeated teams ranked in the top 25 than any other team in the country. We have the second biggest win in the country when we went on the road to Wake Forest, Beat Wake Forest at home when they were undefeated. Then we just beat Syracuse. We have an NFL defense over here with my Clemson Tigers, bro. And the most disrespected Clemson Tigers? most dangerous Clemson Tigers. All in, baby. And to Joel Clatt, man, ice up, son. Go Tigers.
6: Go EC Pirates too, a big, big win for our program. I was thinking about this, is I didn't even realize this. Is um Kev, White Chocolate Espresso, is definitely I think he might be responsible for both Baker Bottom and Walker Stalker. That's pretty cool. That that gift. Yeah, oh, the man. gift. And even um,
2: if he didn't make up Baker bottom, I'm I sure know he did. I'm pretty I'm sure. sure that's the back. one
6: I'm the most uh, remember. That's Do you the you one know remember. what I'm most concerned
7: about with us right now? What's that? Like we are the most convinced people at me and Tony of anybody on the planet. Like we have we have Baker Mayfield come in here. We jump on his train immediately yep. just because of his press conference, and then we have PJ Walker play one game Boom. this season after having a lot of uncertainty with in, in, in bad quarterback play and we're already walkers stalkers like honestly if you're somebody who's trying to sell something just contact us i think you've got
6: an easy mark between me and tony oh i oh totally totally like uh i'm on the prize picks baby manscape and we're over here we uh the code cody i wanted you to think about this and tell me how crazy is the guy from wake forest that quarterback a guy that could climb in the Absolutely. A quarterback discussion.
2: Absolutely. Sam Hartman from Wake Forest. From six
6: Charlotte, one, North six one two fifteen. 6'1", 215.
2: He's throwing dimes there, bro. He is, man. Dude, he's a baller. He's tough as hell. He added like 20 pounds of muscle. He did but we want Matt Corral to do. Um, and look, man, he was dicing us up. It was a damn good football game, man. He threw like five touchdowns sam hartman is a beast um i could see him easily he could be in the
6: baby. heisman conversation I, right now
2: he could be he could and by the way right now they're still uh uh second in the acc right now so you know like that's a good football team i could very easily see uh hartman being another billy zappy this year you know a guy oh, that gosh. Kinda comes out of nowhere what a story
6: that is in new england
2: yeah, man, straight up. They are. Up.
6: Can you go back to Mac?
2: No, return of the Mac.
6: Yeah, no, you can. Return you gotta go back of of- to Mac. <laughs> if Zappy does no, that. No, if Zappy,
7: can, did you see what happened? Like, he I only had one good claim. drive. No, you two. two. I mean, that's two. more than uh, more the than macro, macro, uh, Ma- Ma- Mac Jones. Jones Whack
6: did. Mac. You can't go back to Whack Dude, Mac. I can tell oh. you this. Like, if you had, if
7: you had Zappy in there and you didn't give. Uh, Mac Jones, an opportunity to go three and out or they have three drives that just did nothing and have that interception. And you gave them the spark that Zappy did at the beginning of the game, as opposed to after they were already kind of on their heels a little bit. I think that you have a better shot. Now, was that going to out? Was the outcome going to change there? No, that defense couldn't stop that run game of the of the Bears for nothing. But uh Zappy has played really well the past two weeks, even prior to that. Um, and Mac Jones has not had that type of performance uh, at any given moment. And Mac Jones is out here kicking guys in the gonads, bro.
2: Yeah, his mm. own dude. He's always been a punk, bro. Remember oh, when you yeah. tried? Didn't Mac Jones go to Duke? No, he went to
8: no. Alabama.
6: Alabama. Oh, uh, I do about, about
8: Daniel Jones. Who I'm thinking about? Yeah, Daniel Jones. I, uh,
6: I want to actually. I lied because there's 137 people still watching right now, which. Gosh, they just say they want more and more and more. A uh, couple of things. Just thinking about: is, Are the New York Jets for real?
7: Not anymore. They lost their offensive lineman they, in Brees Hall.
6: They just traded for Cam Robinson, uh, right? James, or not Cam Robinson? Who was the guy? The from James, the, James Robinson. Robinson. Uh Now they're saying there might be in the market for, uh, with the Browns or someone else or for Ream
7: Hunt or um, Conklin. Or acres from like, uh, the Rams. Yeah, uh, so that's
2: they're a storyline. Surprise teams, but I don't even think they get past Miami and, and Buffalo in that division. Mm-hmm. Like they've got, day, they've man. got the I don't top know. climb.
9: Yeah,
6: Miami, that's a good point.
7: Miami isn't bad, but like I know they started out hot, but and they've had some injuries. I don't like they weren't nearly the same team that, this past week that they were uh, the first three weeks of the season. And realistically, the,
8: the field, first right. three weeks, they weren't that great. They just had one really good game where Tua threw for six touchdowns. Beyond that, they really haven't been that impressive at all.
6: How about so, Jason Pierre-Paul is playing the Bucks really, this week? Yeah,
8: playing against the Bucks as a Raven, I mean, which is interesting. He's a Raven. Should now, be a Panther.
6: Okay. Um, and I was trying to think of anything yeah, no, else. Raven, Christian cool. McCaffrey in his debut. Are there any oh. other? Chris oh, did you, guys, did, did you guys have day. any thoughts about the um, – the oh, why didn't we talk about this? The autograph thing uh, with the, the ref.
2: About. oh, but like, wait, she posted,
6: yeah. But people, <laughs> some people got mad about it. In fact, a lot of my a lot of people that I hang out with thought that it was like they thought it was a big deal, like, you just can't, it, like, not only is a bad look this and that, but like you can't have refs doing that. I think it was a nothing burger type story yeah. in the first place. And now the details come out that both the ref yeah, and Tim went to Texas a and they were really just passing on a phone number of a golf pro to Help somebody out or something, so like Mike
7: that. Evans can take uh, yeah. can take lessons.
6: And somebody, yeah, I know it's yeah. like, it, it, first of all, it didn't even look like he spent enough time to even sign the ticket, right? You know, what I'm saying like it didn't even look like I mean, when you see it, like is that like if he made his signature that quick, it's just a squiggle, right? On top of that, he couldn't have wrote his damn phone number down, right? <laughs> well, and here's well, the thing, too, is, is
8: I mean people are got you got to be crazy if you think that this doesn't happen anyway like just because we don't see it like right you know it happens i mean come on there's no way these refs aren't getting autographs and getting in good buddy buddy with some of these players at some point in time there's absolutely no way it doesn't happen
7: that and like the whole like tampering stuff they say like it shouldn't have well there's tampering they just talk to somebody who knows somebody who knows the the player and it's it's a way to get around like Like, every one of these people are bending rules. I think this one is a nothing burger, but um, I also can say that I can see where the optics look bad Um, because if you're you're that much of an admirer of a player, how likely are you to call, like, penalties against... Like, you're going to have some sort of a bias if he is willing to sign your paper as opposed to somebody who's not. Now, whether that actually took place is the question here, Uh, but the league has come out and said that... There's not going to be any disciplinary action that um, they're taught to avoid situations to where they could be scrutinized, and so they are going to be, you know, expressing that maybe they shouldn't do that. But at the end of the day, I don't really know what it matters.
2: Well, I'll say it would have been a different story if, like, they had some egregious calls that swayed the game in the favor of Tampa. Yeah, and
6: we won. I mean, we yeah, won, we but we they're won. actually saying and later down them, the road well, these uh, relationships. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I agree. I agree. Uh, How funny would it
7: be? How funny would it be if you walked up and he said, "Mike, let me get your number real quick. I've got uh uh, my, I've got a, a a jugs machine at my house that I think you could use."
6: Jeez, it's like copping a joke on him. Like it was like a picture of him bobbling the ball that he got him to accidentally sign. <laughs> hey, can uh, I get you you just like you put it on the carbon, you put it on carbon paper. So, <laughs> that's, like, so that, that's what you got to do. Oh, it's uh, like what we got, Devin Funches to call in on the cameo and talk about salad. Uh, <laughs> look, uh, two questions for Cody but before we go. Justin, thoughts on Justin Fields last night? It's not a question. Uh, thought, it's like, I, I, he looked you know, good. I thought. I thought
2: yeah, he looked impressive. Um He throws you know, a pretty again, ball, not, dude. He does. He does. And he has, you know, he has really good arm talent. He's mobile. He can run away from you. Um you know, you have to put him in positions to be able to win. And they don't have a yeah. lot of receiver help up there, but you saw that when he didn't give his receivers a chance. He can put that ball on the money, man. Yeah, man, it just
6: spans nice. It just looks like it's got a good yeah. trajectory. That's all yeah. I mean by like, I don't, I don't watch why. him enough to say if he's a good well, – I mean, and, obviously, and he's all, not a great passer because they, they haven't done shit. You
2: can't go on this. Like My final thing with Justin Fields is that, you know, everybody wants to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Dude, shit takes time, man. Everybody wants Everybody wants a, a five-star meal that you can throw in the microwave and have in five minutes. It, it don't work like that man it really doesn't um and yeah i mean sometimes you just have to wait a little while hopefully they put some more talent around him.
7: i was going to say my only issue with justin fields is it always looks like he's so scared just with his facial expressions like he he's got kind of like that wide-eyed like i don't know what it is it's just a it's a weird face and it just seems like i just i it feels like it's a scared face but it's just his regular face and i understand that I don't think that he's scared. It's just that's when I look at him, that's my thought. I just think it looks, he looks like somebody I don't think is an NFL quarterback. And then he starts to run those, those plays uh, where he's running 20 yards down the, down the, uh, the field. And I'm like, damn, that almost reminds me of a Cam Newton type play where he was escaping the pocket and, you know, uh, going, somebody's coming up behind him. He just spins out of a tackle. Like, it's really cool to see that, but I'm ready to see him take that step as a quarterback, as a thrower, because there were some misses that he had yesterday as well. He um,
6: has the most expressionless face, right? It's just like, you can see, I almost feel like you can just feel the pressure mm-hmm. just like way. And, his and that's one what of the wonder. most
2: hit quarterbacks in the NFL. So he's, uh, he's been hit a lot since he's been drafted. Yeah. So uh, you
6: know. like, he don't like he's throwing, even when he was excited, he was like cautious to be excited about making a good play. I felt like, <laughs> uh last question is what is how how are the chargers really four and three right now is it justin Herbert? poor guys right now are just suffering injury after injury mm. after injury mike yeah. williams keenan allen has been dealing with injury all year they just lost a defensive player justin herbert even was dealing with the injury earlier jc jackson
7: hasn't is, been good either. yeah he
6: just is put moved to ir today yeah. It looks like ruptured patella tendon. Um, That's
2: rough, man. They're
6: in a tough division. Justin Herbert uh, just lost his top receiver and a former Clemson Tiger, Mike Williams. Right? And uh, they hadn't in the bye week. Four and three. They're in the bye week. It's a good time for them to go into the bye week. Uh, what do you think about Justin Herbert? He's gonna like how? How are the Chargers gonna fare through these injuries, Gunner?
2: So he was dealing with a fractured rib, mm-hmm. and I know rib that got, yeah, yeah, rib cartilage. Mm-hmm. So that really uh, hampered his performance. Uh, their left tackle, Rashawn Slater, out for the year. Another you one. Know, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I can always remember the Chargers, like the years that people like in the preseason when they predict that the Chargers are gonna be a, a like clockwork, they're so snake-bitten by injuries. And it continues to happen for them. Um, I think uh, Joey Bosa also missed some time. And I don't know if he's healthy right now either. Um, listen, I think Justin Herbert, like, you know, it, he's one of the premier quarterbacks in the NFL. I would love to have that guy as a quarterback. But no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you're Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, whoever you want to pick, you have to have a full football team. And when you're having to do it by yourself, it, things go bad fast. And we all know that firsthand with our very own Cam Newton. You so,
6: got, you got to believe though that uh, this shows you how good Justin Herbert is right now. Uh, l- listen to these numbers: 65.9 completion rate, 2,009 yards, 12 touchdowns, four interceptions. You know, is that – it's like a – really, it's like it's just tough. Their team is just – I wonder they need this bye week. I wonder we'll be watching that division. All right. Keenan Allen and Mike
2: Williams also hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy.
6: Like, yeah, I mean, I haven't had Keenan Allen all year in in one of my fantasy leagues. Thank God. It's in our – it's in the C3 listener league, which I'm – I basically – I have no chance of winning that league. So, right now, I'm just like – just kind of hoping, like right now, I'll catch a win like the Panthers did. Um, All right. That's all I really had to talk about. Uh, that's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatChronicles.com where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. My name is Tony Dunn. Follow me on Twitter at Cat underscore Chronicles. And uh, Cody Lash?
2: Yeah, man. You can find me on Twitter at Cody Lash, C O D Y L A C. Dude, I'm always... Talking about something, man. Going back and forth with someone. Pissing off all the Twitter bots. You know, in case you haven't noticed, I'm, I'm pretty damn good at that. So follow me on Twitter. Um, every Friday at 7 p.m., the Friday free-for-all, I host it. Uh, you can come on the show, be a part of the show, join via StreamYard, and be a part of the discussion back and forth, just like we're doing here and now, and, uh, and be a part of that. I'm also still the writer for the Carolina Panthers on drafttech.com, where I write first and second round picks for the Carolina Panthers. And, um, yeah, man. And now we're on Cat Crave, y'all. Check us out on Cat Crave, our new audio partners at Fansided. Man, uh, C3, we're doing big things, man. We're moving on up. I appreciate each and every single one of you.
6: Greg, uh, Geeks Chasing Squirrels Through the Multiverse. Tell us how they can find your work.
8: Hey, man. At uh, the BatDaddy52 is my handle. And then the uh, show he's discussing there is my show on Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. It's Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse. It's just talking about all kinds of geek <laughs> stuff, man. It's really fun. This and week's
6: season finale of House of the Dragon, I'm sure
8: yes sir yes sir it's gonna be a good one uh let's see we did black adam last Ooh, week I got, yeah. i'm posting all the shows in small segments. we have a long show like three hours usually so i'm posting it in segments so if you don't want to listen to the whole show you got segments to listen to but uh yeah check it out and i do want to mention one time before we leave november 10th uh uh vintage sofa bar in downtown winston-salem c3 panthers get together to watch the game so let's decimate
6: atlanta that night and our yeah, first man. time black helmets too uh so show your support and love for the real AP and the chat room said his mom had a stroke in August, many stroke while in hospital. She's working on getting better, rehabilitating, keep pounding. She's living the keep pounding motto vibes, prayers, thoughts, whatever is it like, uh, thank you for the support. And I hope your family, uh, help, um, your mom's health improves. Certainly. Um, CK, CK, where can they get after you?
7: Uh, You can find me on uh, all the socials at Codizzle Allen and uh, uh, we do the Friday. Obviously, uh, we do the Friday free-for-all. We do the Tuesday show. Sometimes I show up on the Friday free-for-all. But uh, on Saturday nights, um, outside of the Thursday night game, we might have to do an additional or a different outside of the normal schedule uh, for the Madden Sim. But we do the Madden Sim Saturday nights. Um, It's been fun. Last week, uh, I was rolling solo. We had a guy who was going to be coming on who confirmed and Never, uh, never showed. So it was just me, but we had some good times. Chat was live uh, and uh, it's been predicting these, uh, these games pretty accurately, not necessarily the score, but when it says we're going to lose, we lose. When it says we're going to win, we win. Uh, And that's been, uh, that's been an interesting, uh, interesting situation. So if you're interested in knowing what the, what the outcome is going to be, watch Saturday night. And uh, we'll uh, see if we can get anybody else uh, from the Atlanta Falcons uh fan base uh, from podcast or a beat reporter on there to do the commentating with me
6: as well. Fantastic. Um Observe. that's it. Let's get out of here.
2: C3 Panther Nation. Until next time. Keep pounding.